be ready with the Fs in chat. <laughs> All right. Then it's welcome to another Faded Connections community podcast for Path of Exile. This is episode number 73. The Gauntlet is upon us. Uh, for people who don't know what the Gauntlet is, that is a event hosted by Zizarin and Vero with huge prices from sponsors. And the event is in SSFHC and is always a relatively hard version of Path of Exile with strong extra mods. And uh, for this specific gauntlet, we'll discuss the mods in detail, but uh, they seem to be the heftiest mods that we've seen so far. And uh, we welcome uh, Karn, Sir Gog, and Trixt to uh, discuss all this in detail. If you don't know, I want to quickly uh, say Karn is uh, one of the most successful competitors in a gauntlet, uh, one of the, the most hardcore players, and uh, actually the only person, if I recall correctly, to ever down the uh, endgame fight The Feared in the gauntlet mods so far. I don't think it's going to change this one, <laughs> this one though. <laughs> uh, I thought it was going to change last gauntlet, but I don't know. Yeah, last gauntlet uh, I've seen some attempts easiest, that looked pretty yeah. good, but uh, it didn't end up happening. And uh, we got with us also Sir Gog, who is uh, a high output YouTuber who does uh, a lot of interesting Path of Exile content from a analytical perspective, often very number driven, and uh, knows a lot of the ins and outs of the game, and is also of course a gauntlet enthusiast. And we got with us uh, Trixt, who is a uh, gamer on uh, nowadays pretty casual time schedule uh, because he's working a lot, but he's also a gauntlet veteran who managed to secure rank 2 Templar in the most recent gauntlet last league. So yeah, uh, glad to have you all on. Um, we'll, we'll just go in the same order as I just presented you and you say hi and add whatever you want. So uh, Karin, welcome. Thanks for joining. Uh, what do you want the viewers to know about you? Yeah, no problem. A pleasure to be here. Uh, well, I mean, there's not much to. I don't know. It depends what people need to we need to know, want to know. You know, like, well, uh, <laughs> like maybe uh, maybe talk a little bit about what, what's your main focus in Path of Exile. What, what do you enjoy about the game? What what drives you to play as hard as you do? Well, the same thing. Uh, every game I've been I've been playing like committing a lot. It's just competition. That's all. Like racing, just getting a, better. Yeah. Just a competitive I mean, gamer at heart. Yeah. Just uh, racing, winning gauntlet. I see, I haven't won one, and I had that. Yeah, well, I've got to change. Yeah, now now you're uh, you're actually on a on a good internet connection and in a, a different country than usual. So yeah, we'll see. Everything set up for the big success. Hopefully, <laughs> and uh, yeah, great. And uh, welcome, Sir Gog. Uh, what do you want uh, to add to what I was able to talk about? I guess I'd say that I mostly, like, I tend to be this sort of, you might term a relaxed power gamer. Like if I put my mind to it, I'll go really hard in a particular part of the game. But a lot of the time I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to chill out, have a bit of fun, find some interesting interactions and report them. And that's been my general approach for the last little while. I certainly don't have the gauntlet experience the other two have got. Uh, I'm hoping to hit level 90 for the first time in this one, but um, I'll keep playing it as long as I'm having fun. And I generally have more fun in games when the game is kicking my ass. You know, like I will burn out on a league 
when I get to the point that I can beat the feared deathless comfortably on a character, then at that point I'll be like, ah, nothing left to do. Um, and then I'll get bored and I'll disappear for a while and then I'll be back for the next one. I see it the same way. It's like the, the, as long as it's an uphill climb and it's really tough, it's really interesting. But the moment that the game becomes flat and everything sort of fades into irrelevance and it's like effort. But luckily, I'm bad enough to uh, almost never reach that point in SSFHC and certainly not in Gauntlet. So that's great. Well, I did have ma- uh, I did have uh, Gwen and give me a mage blood really early this league. So oh, that sort of meant that I've been in that silly spot of like, oh, if I if I use this mage blood well, I'm going to end up not having fun. So I'm going to try and make terrible builds work with it. I like that approach. Instead of making the best builds better, <laughs> just make inferior just builds like, like meet the minimum threshold of viability. Yep. And for what it's worth, Black Zenith and Winter Orb does not seem to do that. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and uh, yeah, welcome Trixed as well. How how have you been? How's it going? You um, it's going. It's been hectic. I've been back to work, moving. Um, basically, like I work a seasonal job that involves me moving over to another province. So I moved within the province right now, and then next month I'm moving to the job <laughs> in the other province. So I move before I move, uh, which is why I haven't got a chance to play too much of the league. Um, I do want to make one correction, though. I got rank two witch, uh, oh, not I'm rank two idiot. Templar, which yeah, makes right. no difference whatsoever because Steel beat me in both. So <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Yeah, then I you got number I one witch, number one because, Templar. Yeah, because Steel <laughs> had the rank one on the on the other ones. No, it makes sense because I remember you playing DD. So why would you play that on anything else but witch? Because Steel played it on Inquisitor as well. So, so did Garatha. It was actually really hilarious because. Garatha was ahead of ahead of Steel. Garatha ripped. Steel then took first place. Then Steel restarted on a Templar, and Garatha had already restarted on Templar. Garatha ripped. Steel took first place. So, yeah, it was a it was a fun one. But uh, yeah, honestly, I I don't get a ton of time to play these days, and I didn't get a ton of time to play last time as well. So when I played Gauntlet, I just kind of kept failing upwards in a way. Um, I. Thought I'd die way before Maven. I wanted to die on Maven. Suddenly I'm fighting Maven and I kill Maven. It's like, okay, well, Eden's down. Maven's down. Let's go Uber Elder. Kill Uber Elder. And then tried to farm the frags for Adziri and messed that up, unfortunately, because I only had like an hour and a half left. But uh, yeah, I'm weirdly like the most casual gauntlet player. Yet somehow <laughs> success, I guess. Well, it's, that's a, a testimony for the strength of the build that you were playing, but also not everyone could do that even on that build. So uh, it definitely uh, shows that you're a competent player. But that's also the thing, though. It was a really strong build, and everyone is going to eventually realize that I just got lucky. But you know what? I'll ride out the wave until that happens. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah, great to have you all here. Let's go into the juice directly. So the 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 gauntlet is uh, this time with specific mods. Let me quickly bring them up on the screen. We got not only increased life for unique monsters by one hundred percent, but we also have. I think it's on the Zizran page. Up like this, not the dog. Favorable. 
color scheme. And the gauntlet is with 100% increased life for unique monsters, 70% increased area of effect, 40% increased attack, cast, and movement speed. Not 20, which is the standard for this uh, mod. That's the, the mod version that we have available for public-private leagues. Uh, and this is the, the special version of it that is uh, secured in his deal with GGG, apparently. And then we have 100% increased damage for monsters. Notably, no physical as extra this time. And uh, as almost every gauntlet, we have uh, two additional projectiles. Um, first thoughts. Uh, what was your first impression of this when you saw it, Karin? Uh, you instantly realize how bad this is? Yeah, as soon as I saw it, I was like, okay, this is going to be the hardest gauntlet by far. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be really hard. We're going to die a lot. Everybody's going to die. What personally strikes you as the worst? Uh, I bet. No, 100% most of them. But actually, the haste, like 40% speed is... Going from 20 to 40% is actually a big deal. Because, like, the, the most... The, like, the bosses, like, start acting, like, way too fast. Like, you know, like, when you at 20% speed, it's okay. You can still, like, react. You sometimes just kill a boss, so it's not that, that big of a deal. But with 40%, it, like, it's going to reach the speed where you might not be able to like finish whatever you're doing and like dodge an attack for example yeah like you won't be able yeah, to like finish uh, yeah, you know that, that's that's going to be huge people are going to die just because they just mis misjudge timings and stuff and the the other thing is like the most damage most damage like before it was only 20% right and we had not, about 90% uh, physics extra which right. means that like, chaos damage i didn't really do anything uh, physical damage was not really that much more dangerous but now everything Absolutely, everything's gonna do double damage. So basically, whatever w w was happening to us, like in Act One, like Act One, remember, Act One was was, was a nightmare with extra physics, extra, because everything was doing like a little bit over double damage. But now it's gonna be double damage literally everywhere. So everything's gonna be like Act One. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah, you're right. Like normally in Act One with the physics extra. It that's yeah, so you have no resistance, you have right. resist, but then after Act One, it, by the end of Act Two, at latest, you have your resists capped. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like before, it was much. basically like what would it be? It would be like fifty percent. Monsters would do like what fifty percent more damage compared to base game. Now they all do just hundred percent more. So it's like what we'll take like basically like a third more. They'll do a third more damage, like a thirty percent more damage, I think, overall compared to before, and and the, the speed on top of it. So, yeah, it's gonna be rough. Gonna be rough. I'm just imagining a normal Adzeri flame blast that's charged for like a quarter of a second that kills you, versus Uber Adzeri, versus Uber Adzeri being witnessed by Maven, versus us having to do the feared now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> twin, dead way early. Yeah, twin bosses are gonna be a nightmare. Like I remember, I tested, uh, I, I did the Elder Slayers right on my on my Slayer, and I did it with the. Uh, I did one with haste, which is like the same the same speed we're gonna have now. Cause like uh, when you're on uh, in maps invitation, it's like forty percent. So it was the same speed, and that thing is crazy. They they just they just don't stop. They, they, you don't have time to do anything. You just spend your time running and like, dodging stuff. Uh, it's it's like borderline unplayable. So not to jump too far ahead, but we have the choice of elder slayers or the twisted. They give the same amount of points. You do one of the two. Yeah. Uh, there's no way in hell I'm doing Elder Slayers. There's no way. 
I, I, I don't think Twisted is free though. Like people are gonna die to Twisted. No, no it's not. Twist, Twisted is is really really good these mods. Also, I did some numbers on the RNG role on the RNG factors there as well, uh, because I wasn't sure. Like you know, Zizarin said the reason that they're giving you the choice is because they felt like RNG was too impactful when they had Twisted before. Yeah, and <laughs> it's going to be a big factor. Like if you are capable of beating Elder Slayers, this is going to address that issue. Uh, on average, it would take you 16.66. If you if you count one point every time you have either an, an Elder Guardian or an Elder Slayer map drop, it would, cost, it would take you 16.66 points on average to get exactly the Elder Slayers. It would take 21.75 to get both, but it only takes eight to get the first one. So you're going to get the first one of those two well before you get any specific one on average. And so that's going to be a big factor on that, that people will do whichever one they get first because you might not get the other one for a while. And if you get lucky and get the twisted first, it's going to be a lot safer. Yeah, like I've lost, uh, I, can't, I lost count of how many races I've lost to not getting the twisted. It's been like, I've, I've been losing my mind over this. I think I've lost the, well, the, the Gauntlet's Chill one, I, I just couldn't finish because I didn't have the twisted. I never got a twisted. The one uh, there was like the Scion race against Darky too in the was it was it Ultimatum Gauntlet I think it was the same story I was I was like a couple hours ahead of Darky and I just never got it twisted or was it an Eradicator map I think I just didn't have the Eradicator map so I couldn't do my twisted so again couldn't finish and that that happened like in a few other races like this and it was <laughs> oh my god yeah I, I, I'm happy they're doing it like this uh, in this event like, so to make it so that you know you don't get completely Completely uh, disqualified, basically, by, by RNG on this, by Invitation RNG. Which should not be a thing, by the way. I, I don't know why we're not getting invitations as soon as we witness all the bosses. 100% yeah, yeah. should be a guaranteed drop. Invitation only factored in the maps. Mm. Uh, One other thing you yeah, mentioned please. earlier about the, about the map mods, um, having the haste and, you know, having haste and the impact that has. I think people often forget how much haste stacks with AoE. So, for instance, if you're fighting Innocence and, you know, you're just considering Innocence's slam, you know, the circular slam, uh, you need to move 30% further because the 70% AoE, you need to move a little bit more than 30% further to get out of that. It's about 30% increased radius. And you need to do it in five-sevenths as much time. So that means that you, like, it means that things like Quicksilver Flasks are more important than they would normally be. And I think players will die because they don't ration their Quicksilver Flasks on bosses. And you'll see a lot of portaling out mid-boss in order to to replenish Flask Charges on a Quicksilver for that reason. That'll be the combination of the Haste and the uh, NKOE. Yeah, I, th- I think the first Gauntlet they added AoE, I, I was... I was uh, avoiding all bosses that had, like slams I could kill, like Dominus, for example. I was I was I was not doing uh, the maps that had Dominus in it because uh, I think it was back when we it was with slams, right? So it's back when we used Smoke Mine for movement. So we you didn't really have like an instant. At least personally, I was not using two movement skills. I only had Smoke Mine, and that made it like if you had speed in AOE, it was extremely dangerous with any any boss that had, like a slam that could one shot you. Even well short of um, even well short of maps that that uh, rogue exile does chaos damage with the um, can't think of the name but chaos the chaos dot projectiles um, it's called essence drain a skill 
the one that uses uh, less multiple projectiles essence drain normally, so it'll be GMP in this. But that thing is going to be a killer with 100% increased damage. That's going to be a wrecking ball. Yeah, all, all kills damage. Really damage, damage yeah. yeah, generally, uh, I think what I'm really scared of with the 100% increased damage is ailments and things that are like mm -hmm. pure elemental abilities. The ailments, because Previously, when you have Fizz's extra, yeah, the hit gets bigger, but since the ailment scales off of the base damage, uh, the, the Fizz's extra doesn't do anything um, for the, for bleeds, say. But now, with 100% yeah. increased global, all ailments, poison, ignites, bleeds, will hurt like hell. Corrupting yeah. blood will hurt really badly, but also stuff that is like pure elemental abilities, like mage skeletons with uh, the spark skeletons indoors with the additional projectiles. That can be very scary. I mean, obviously, most of the time you're looking to kill those things before they even start casting. But if for whatever reason you can't, then that, that's going to quickly get out of hand. Ace. That's why Voyagers in docks are on my list of of the worst monsters in the uh, in the axe. Because of the incinerate, uh, the old incinerate thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I personally didn't feel that bad in in in, uh, in, uh, in my practice when I did docs. No, of course, granted, the, the practice doesn't have the exact mods, but I, I feel it's I mean, easy can, to okay. kill them before before they do it. It's pretty easy to replicate the hundred percent damage. No, just play with the half HP or yeah, just play with half HP. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I saw. I seen you use uh, petrified blood to emulate that. No, not not petrified blood. If you use petrified blood, it, uh, it does something for you. You only lose like eighteen percent. You don't lose fifty percent. So how would you? So how he's would basically you say? no life nodes. Yeah, like, there's like two ways. Like on on my sabo run, I just did uh, arrogance with the twenty five percent aura, and that would reserve like fifty percent pretty much. And, uh, and for Sabo, Sabo has the sockets, for example. So I just do this. That that's still not accurate because then your re 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 regen, your passive regen is too good. The flask is too good. It's like your flask is twice as good. Your regen is twice as good, etc. So it's it's not exactly accurate. The, your stun threshold is still is not is still the same, uh, which is not good. It's supposed to be like twice. Uh, you're supposed to get stunned like a lot more, uh, yeah. shocked for a lot more, shield for a lot more, etc. So it's not exactly accurate. And then I did another run on Duelist that, okay, for Duelist, for example, you don't have the gem socket, so I had to do something different, and I just did uh, one with the 20% monster damage, and I just don't spec any life nodes like uh, Trick said, and that, that does it. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> for, uh, that. I was thinking Petrified Blood because you were playing a, a Sabo practice run at the time, and it was like, hey, yeah, that's but... smart because Sabo doesn't benefit from Petrified Blood. So no, but it, it, yeah, no, but if you do Petrified Blood, you still. Like it still makes you only take forty percent. Right. Uh, yeah, like forty percent goes. So you don't you don't really lose that much. You only lose like eighteen percent of your uh, max hit, basically, which is. Bricks, uh... do you have anything that you're specifically scared of that hasn't been mentioned yet? Are you planning to do uh, practice runs, right? So I I'm hoping to. I just again I haven't really played the league very much. So my thought is. I should probably do a practice run of some kind of close to gauntlet mods, but something that's suitable enough for me to be able to kind of get more reps in, I guess you could say. Just because I haven't fought Searing Axe Arch, I haven't fought uh, Eater of Worlds. I know a, a fair bit about 
both fights just because I've watched people do it and all that kind of stuff. But I don't think we've touched on Roas and Mudflats. <laughs> so we, we, obligatory, to we need to chat about yes. that. Because I don't yeah, know if I'm I making it out of uh, 40%, 100% increased Roa damage. I know uh, the, the shock this, and chill was horrible before, but... Yeah. Ugh. The, the seal should not one shot though, because with with Fizz's uh, extra, it was like putting like one charge would like put you like what down to like forty percent, thirty percent HP. It depends on what you're playing. But not a little bit. Yeah, no, it's, it's still gonna kill like two charges. You, you have, you have yeah. one charge, so maybe you get charged once you knock out or hit it. Yeah, but you know you're getting stunned by that first charge, yeah, and yeah. also there's like another one a millisecond behind because it's forty percent. Yeah, forty. That, that's what I'm most scared about. Forty percent. Yeah. So so many things are gonna catch catch people off guard. 100%. Oh, yeah, I think Karn's yeah. entirely right when he said that people are going to mistime things quite often. That's going to lead to their death. I think it's just going to be flame dash deaths a lot of the time. Like, you won't have enough time to flame dash twice. You might yeah. need to. And you're going to get hit, and that's going to kill you. But Shaper Beam also. So Uber Elder fight, Shaper fight. That Shaper Beam is going to do a lot of damage with that 100% increased. And with that speed, you're maybe not going to get out of it for 0. 0.5, 0. 0.6 seconds, right? That might be enough to actually kill you <laughs> if you mistime anything. Isn't it like only 15,000 unmitigated a second? So 3750 after resists normally? Yeah. So, so 7500 after resists with, uh, with the mods. Like that's... That's you, death. You, <laughs> it's death if you're in it for a second with no recovery and your resists are only 75. But... You may well have resists above that. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't. The shape of beam isn't as deadly as his balls. Uh, actually, I've seen the, the, the thing is like most builds are strong against hits. They have de- decent defense against hits. Like there's very few builds or ascendancies in the game right now that have good recovery. It's like right now it's like Udo, what's there, obviously, and uh, Chieftain, I guess. This like Chieftain would jog to an extent, but you know, there's not really not really a build you can play that's good. Inquisitor, uh, yeah, Inquisitor too, yeah. But it, the thing is, like, even Inquisitor regen is like not enough. Or was it high? Because I think I saw, yeah, Inquisitor is probably enough though to survive this. Yeah, you have time to react for sure too. So something like a ship review. Yeah. Oh, this is my uh, prediction, at least. It has the regen. I think we're going to see. Well, I'm I'm sure everybody already realized this. We're going to see a lot of champion, right? You're yeah. going to see a ton of people playing champion, and that's why Shaper Beam scares me. Because you're either playing EA, you're f- playing Helix, you're f- you're gonna farm for omniscience, right? Like if you get omniscience, that's what you're doing. It's gonna be lightning strike, omniscience, champ. So yeah, any DGens whatsoever are gonna be terrifying. But as I mentioned before, like I think the biggest things are like as Sergog said, the balls because they penetrate, resist. Same with Adziri's flame blast, things like that. Normal Adziri, people are going to die to real easy. And if there's going to be an Adziri bounty, you know how people were doing them before for every class, you get a bounty for killing Adziri. If anybody's pushing the pace to try and kill Adziri quickly, they're going to be surprised at how quick they die. Yep. So. Yep. And not just Adziri, but the, tr- the, the two mini bosses as well. Like the bad crap on the ground from the trio, from when you kill oh, one the of them. The trio is going to be so dangerous. Yeah. But also the twin Dover souls. Like, people always neglect how dangerous they are, but 40% increased action speed on that lightning beam, that's, that's terrifying. Or on the ball lightning, extra proj, increased speed, it's going to be a quick, mm. quick death on any Ed Ziri boss. And it's double damage now. 
Mm. Mm. Double damage. Yeah. Do you know what I think will be the number one killer though? Of ca- uh, assuming like counting only characters level fifty and up. Have a guess. Nine, Nine boss. <laughs> so deprived Trinity. What do you What do you guys reckon? This is gonna be the the biggest killer for fifty no. pluses. Ah, uh, fifty pluses. Hmm. Fifty pluses probably. I mean. I think it's either. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be Trinity. Has either to be Trinity or. Well, either any of them. Probably either Chevron or. or actually, yeah, Chevron or Trinity itself. And maybe Dodri in, uh, in the Toxic Conduits. Yeah, well, might also. Scary, but, yeah. But we're forgetting our Akali. Uh, okay, see, I was going to say Essences of Grade. Essences of what? Greed. Oh, yeah, green. right. Yeah. Seven yeah. projectiles. Each one applies a corrupting blood stack. You get you get three of them, you're dead, unless you've got an instant flask for it. To be fair, though, like, with the availability of corrupted blood immunity via the uh, element immunity masteries, uh, everyone should be aiming to be CB. By some point early, but maybe not as early as essence is great come along yeah yeah for sure probably we're not gonna not gonna be civilian even if you have it like even for duelist you don't really go for it that early and duelist has it like right there duelist and marauder have it like right there it's not you don't get it that early fair enough i i'm like really scared of of cb thing and uh, my templar practice uh, i mean templar is really close by just go up there Four points out of the Templar start that you regular yeah. start tree, and Four bleed is a lot. Bleed is a lot more scary to me. I think bleed is a lot more dangerous than CB. Bleed, bleed already like, I think it was like this one patch was it last last league or two leagues ago where they they buffed bleed. I don't I don't know if they even said anything. I think it got stealth change or they, I don't know if they said anything. But correct me if I'm wrong, but I noticed like one patch was it. I think it was not last league, it was the league before. It was Scourge, in Scourge League, yeah. In Scourge League, I noticed like the, the bleeds, all the enemies, like bleed poison, like we're doing like an insane amount of damage uh, starting that league. Like I almost died, like almost, I remember there's like this one, one, uh, one event happened to me where I almost died at 99 on my Slayer, like with like what, 5.3k regen, and I almost died like within like half a second to a bleed. Like in a, in, a, in a map, just random map. Yes, yeah, I like threw over leech. Like I barely logged out on time, but I was like, I died like within like, under a second. Like, threw over leech to to the beat. That that never happened because uh, up until then you would place there, you just ignore leech, leech, uh, leech uh, bleed. Sorry, bleed was not a thing. But ever since that patch, like bleed has been insanely rippy. And now what did they do specifically to to bleed? I remember them globally buffing poison damage. But they made it like poison. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It, something happened with it. Maybe they, it happened at the same time they did with poison. I don't know. But it was like all ailments. I, I have no idea. I just know that they, it's definitely something different. Maybe it was the removal of basalt flask uh, as mitigation. At least that played nah. into it. Basalt flask used nah. to be sent. I, I, never, I never used that flask. That flask was garbage. Were you, fight, were you fighting a monster that was spawned by an expedition encounter, uh, affected mm-hmm. by the remnant that amps up bleed to the to the moon? No, 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 no. I, I don't click that thing. That thing's dangerous. 
I think I think it was uh, it might have been invasion boss. Now I think about it. That applies. That does rupture. That applies rupture. So mm -hmm. when that happened, I just come back from like a major hiatus from Poe. Like I played Ritual. I played a little bit of Ultimatum, and I didn't play any of Expedition whatsoever. I think I played about fifteen minutes, literally in total. Then I came back and started playing Scourge a little bit, and I was I thought it was my mind like playing tricks on me. I was like, okay, hold on. Do please just really, really hurt? No, no, no. Yeah. They probably hurt this much before, right? No, there's no way in hell they did. Like yeah, when yeah. I got back, they were terrifying. Yeah, I, I talked. I talked about it to to Quantric. We talked about it because we had the same experience, like bead and poison doing like insane amount of damage compared to normal. And it's it's still doing the same. Like I, even just today in practice, I got hit by by like some insane bead. Ah, uh, people are gonna die so fast to bead. Like beads okay. gonna be. I'm really scared of beads this time. Do not yeah. run vuln maps ever in Gauntlet. Yeah. Oh, no. ever no at way. all. Yeah. Do not farm the bleed zones either. Aqueduct, blood aqueduct, dried like. But aqueduct is okay. It's not so much bleed. It's like a bunch of CB. <laughs> I hate blood aqueduct. I, I think blood aqueduct is one of the. They, they don't really have bleed in blood it's, it's not really bleed in blood aqueduct. I don't think so. Yeah, but I, I think it's, I think it's CB. The combination of having the Tornado Shot Archers and the Stitch and Revenants, the two very rippy mob types that with the right mods can easily kill you instantly, and that combined with the very restrictive layout of Blood Aqueducts where you can't really like maneuver a lot to the side, I hate it. I just I always try, try to tell people, don't farm Blood Aqueducts. I mean, if you know what you're doing, do whatever you want, but if you're a new player, you're looking to easy farm, don't, don't be lured into Blood Aqueducts thinking that it's as uh, safe as people make it. Mm. Yeah, go to Harbor Bridge. Yeah, Harbor Bridge is a better choice. Oh, right. In this event, Harbor Bridge should be pretty safe. It's kind of, I don't think it's safe. I feel like the Harbor Bridge is a bit rippy. Like the, the, because you get, you get frozen a lot. You get frozen, you get chilled. If you're not, if you're not the flask already, if you're not immune, you, you can get frozen and chilled a lot. I don't like the Harbor Bridge at all. Personally, okay, so at least. Fields, then, or, oh no, that's got bleed in it. Which one? Grain I'm just saying. Oh, Grain No, yeah, no, the Quay is good. The key, the key, the key. How do you pronounce this? K. Yeah, the key. The, the key is pretty good. Okay. It's a the very underrated is, place, I think. Yeah, the key is really good. There's a ton of monsters. Uh, you know, it's good XP. It's basically I, I love the first zone in that area that has like crazy good mob density. Yeah, it's really good. Um, we gotta also keep in mind there's like two mobs that people don't realize bleed. Well, most people might realize at this point, but there's a snake that punctures, and there's the dogs that puncture. Oh, these hurt so much, so badly. Oh yeah, those dogs like because you think they're the fire dogs, and suddenly you're bleeding, and you take two steps and you're dead. Yeah, it's insane. Slave pens in Act Five, right for them? Um, Act Five and Act. One and I think two. I think isn't Western or Northern Forest also have uh, puncture snakes? Yeah, I think it does. But yeah, so so basically we all agree that 100% increased damage poses the biggest risk, but as Karn pointed out, we can, we can prepare for that. We can practice that by just having half the life, basically, and like making sure that our recovery uh, is not as high as it would be. So that you don't get an unfair advantage for recovery, but uh, 
the, the thing that you really can't prepare for, which combines with the 100% increased damage in an unfortunate way, is the haste. Because right now we can't, like, we can't practice for the 40%, right? Uh, you can't emulate that e as easily as percent increased damage. But I think that's going to catch a lot of people off guard because they practice with 20% increased, including myself, right? I, all the practice, I, I know exactly at which boss I can do what movement at which point in the fight and bait myself into thinking, oh, I, I can sneak in an attack here. Quick no, I mean, you, can, right you can, like, Bills are use skittlebots, for example, they can just practice without skittlebots. That, that's the start already. Yeah, so remove chill from your build and basically all your currency now goes into rolling fleet on every single one of your maps. <laughs> Perfect. Practice <laughs> achieved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but for the acts, that's the, the scary. Yeah, the the, the axe is very scary. Yeah. I mean yeah. to be to be compared on us, going from twenty to forty, it's not necessary that everything suddenly is gonna be like flying, flying, flying to the screen like it's not going to be like that. It's just going to be that timings are going to be a lot trickier in some situations where you, like I said, where you do have time to like finish whatever you're doing and then dodge, right? finish your animation and then flame dash away or something. It's mostly that because from, you know, it's, it's not as big as an increase as no speed to 20, 20 speed, for example. Like going from 20 to 40 is not as big. It's just like, you know, yeah, it's the timings. It's going to push the timings uh, to this place where it's going to be really dangerous and awkward. Yeah, exactly. It just puts a little bit of icing on top. And the 20% the haste is already scary when you combine it with, say, like an Acceleration Shrine and a Haste or a Rare, something like that. Mm -hmm. Already can jump into a room and instantly get blown up. Now, more so, just reaches that threshold yeah. of, of chaotic uh, behavior, yeah. unpredictable damage taking. Which yeah. is a big change also from Last Gauntlet because Last Gauntlet felt that bosses were just very strong, very scary. Generic mapping, like just generally mapping wasn't that bad. We're going to see a ton of just re regular mapping deaths of things yeah. that you thought was innocuous and suddenly you're dead. Yeah, just, because like, dead. <laughs> like one of the biggest things that more speed does, like monsters actually get to hit you. Like normally in PoE, monsters don't really get to hit you because you hit first. But like with 40% speed, they're a lot more likely to actually get to hit you. If you're not stunning me, sometimes you get stunned and yeah. bam, just snowballs are controlling you dead. Yeah, right. That I like how also, oh, sorry, I was going to say, when you say snowballs out of control, that's like within a, a millisecond. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's literally <laughs> what happens in a millisecond. Like, so. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's true level. though, but it's just like yeah. the the fraction of time that it's going to take now. Yeah, yeah. I think there'll be a lot of deaths that look like a one shot to the casual observer, but if you if you watch them back frame by frame, you'll see it's actually a four shot. But the first shot inflicted a stun that never was that never expired before the character was dead. Uh, oh yeah. Even in practice, I got stunned so much. Don't have the global. I, I don't even want to think about how bad it's your physics. I mean, they changed that a while ago that physical hits are more likely to stun you than elemental hits, right? Yes, what they did there was they made it so that it used to be that they were all treated as 100% of their value. I think they're now treated as this as 125% of the damage and Ellie and Chaos as 75%. 
So once you add that 100% on, uh, if, if a monster's doing 100 damage in the normal game, it's going to stun like it's doing 250 if it's physical, and it's going to stun like it's doing 150 if it's alley or chaos. Isn't it attack versus spells? I thought, I thought the difference was attacks and spells. spells. You may be right that it's just spells that were, that yeah, were given those. Yeah, I think it's attacks that just stun at 100% and spells have uh, less, uh, less, you know, less we'll stun threshold. True. I, I thought it was also physical. Right. Sure. I may be wrong. I'm not sure. I just know that attacks and spells that have a lower chance to stun than attacks. It's the same for players. Being stunned in PoE is one of the worst feelings in any game, though. For everybody who's like in chat and for you guys, everybody remembers desync, right? Everyone loved that when that game, our game was full of desync. That was beautiful. We enjoyed that so very much. Uh, and that's what it feels like every single time that you're desyncing. Whenever you get stunned, it feels like lag, which is such a weird yeah. feeling. Yeah. I hate stuns. I don't know. I hate the day in the game. There's like some. I remember one, once I was practicing for Gauntlet and like I entered Act uh, the Wrestler's Dream in Act Four, and I don't know. There's something wrong. With, there's something weird with the with the with the chickens there, the chicken bowmen. These guys actually just like perma stun you. Like every hour is, is like a stun. It's actually kind of crazy. I remember uh, like I had a clip of this, like me just literally dancing with the chicken because every single hour was stunning me, and I'm sitting there just know, wiggling around for like 15 seconds straight. It's kind of I don't know. I, I I wish they did something about stuns, at least in like one leveling, because it feels like it doesn't work properly. So what you're saying also is Darkie's not the only person afraid of chickens. Ah, man. Uh, <laughs> chicken, chickens, man. They, 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 they're dangerous, <laughs> man. That's for revenge. And another thing we haven't talked about that maybe Sir Gog wants to wait on that. For physical damage, we're all used to have armor now, right? We're all running Determination, we're all running Planet Flask, we're all building some degree of armor, especially hybrid items can roll a spell suppression as well. But uh, the amount of damage that we take is perceptively higher, right? Because yeah, I forgot to mention hits. this actually, for the practice. Like, one thing that I've been doing in practice also is make sure my armor is not too high. Because you basically have to treat your armor like as like you have like half the armor that you normally have. We're basically back to old armor before they reworked it. But they maybe yep. like when they reworked it, they made armor like twice as good basically. And now we're gonna take double damage, so basically it's it's back to back to before the the buff. Yeah. So like for practice, I'd practice like like I said, half HP and half armor basically. Like have the level level one determination for a while, and then and then use it like level eleven or something, like instead of level twenty. Level 12, maybe instead of level 20, something like this, and try to not have uh, armor base that are too high. But I mean, that's yeah, too much trouble. I'll just the determination. Yeah, having level one determination if your character is mostly wearing armor gear and level five or five or ten if your character is wearing mostly evasion gear will probably be the best way to do it and just sit at that and play the game with that and see how it feels. Like that is definitely So with all these things in mind, like I guess the barrier of entry for Gauntlet is just so much more substantially higher than <laughs> it was previously. And you know there's going to be some people who are going to be quite upset at that because 
I guess gauntlet's a little bit for everyone, right? Everyone wants to be able to play and participate and try it. But with there being, you know, it's a draw right now for level 50. You get put into a pool and, you know, they draw for microtransactions for the box. I don't think there's going to be that many people actually going for level 50 and just going for level 50 now. Because previous, like last gauntlet, everyone, well, not everyone, but a lot of people jumped in and were like, okay, I'm just going to get to level 50 and that's it. Ventura wrote even a guide to help people get to level 50. I don't think there's going to be that many people who are that sadistic who just want a microtransaction box <laughs> who are going to try and get to level 50. I mean, honestly, even if the prize for hitting level 50 was good, so this time it's a, cha- it's a high chance of a mystery box. Last time it was a 100% chance of a mystery box. This is not a good prize. But even if it was a good prize, uh, you would still be better off saying, play Gauntlet if Gauntlet's going to be fun. If Gauntlet's not your idea of fun, then just walk away from it. You know, there, like I walked away from Atlas Invasion because I wasn't having fun in that event. I walked away at level 42 because the prize for getting that extra eight levels was terrible. It was a mystery box. And, you know, like, why would I do that to myself? I wasn't having fun. I wasn't enjoying the character I was playing. Um, I'm not going to do that for a three US dollar prize that's, well, strictly worse than three US dollars. And that was a guaranteed one. This time it's not going to be guaranteed. You should play Gauntlet if Gauntlet's going to be fun. If you don't know if Gauntlet's going to be fun for you, you should try it. And if you know already that hardcore is just not your idea of fun, then you should just either watch it, watch day two, which is the most interesting day to watch, or just sit it out. Plenty of other events that would be fun. That'd the be mystery your box, idea of fun. it could be anything. It could even be a $4 prize. Could... <laughs> yeah, you don't know what's, the, what's in there, man. It's a mystery box. <laughs> Sorry. It, yeah, they're, they're a terrible prize, and it's not worth going out of your way for it. It's different if you are, like, if you're not sure if you're going to have fun in Gauntlet, then give it a try. But if you know you're not going to, then don't let a prize suck you into playing it. That's fair to say. I remember people forcing themselves to play Endless Heist with level 50. That was fun. I liked Endless Heist. Uh, I was was not there, dude. I was nowhere to be seen. Doc, leave. Yeah. Uh, so I, in the meantime, I managed to look up, uh, and it's actually further behind than I thought. It was in version 3.7 that they changed that. And you were both right. Um, well, partially. Because elemental and chaos damage is treated as having dealt minus 25% damage for the sake of stuns. And the bonus is not to physical damage, the plus 25, but it's to melee damage only. Not oh, even attacks, yeah. but just okay. melee gets the plus 25 but yeah, so melee physical hits st- are way more likely to stun than uh, non-melee uh, elemental or chaos hits. So that means it's it's still really scary, but not as scary, scary as we thought, because you still don't want monsters to come close enough to you. Yeah. Melee what do you, you ever. Well, what do you do when you're melee? I guess... Uh... <laughs> Do melee totems. Okay. Have you, you tried not getting hit? Yeah, I've tried. Let's take a hit. It's like there's a reason no one plays Reeve even in the normal game. Its damage isn't that bad, uh, you know, but it's just that you don't want to be that close to enemies all the time. 
So we already uh, did touch on this a little bit, but let us go. I think we covered most of the end game. I think is super scary, but for the acts, let's quickly go through Act uh, One and Ten. Thought experiment. Think of consider scary and the things that we consider not so scary, like the zones where we would like to farm. Act One starts off pretty rough roas or even before the roas um you think the every cards. class is going to be easily able to do hillock the haste <laughs> he does less damage than he did in past gauntlets so people will manage it it's mechanically harder but it's more forgiving than it was last gauntlet he does about the same damage are you f forgetting the 20 percent uh player addict player addict uh, player resist reduction as well so he did oh you mean, uh, you mean oh you mean okay yeah 208 percent and shock in the past whereas now he's doing 200 percent without shock okay. you're not getting shocked by him yeah but i, I just he's... worry with uh, i mean with templar it's going to be fine because templar chills and freezes him uh probably not freezes him but 100 increased unique monster life but definitely chill with glacial hammer but uh, Scion is uh, known for running out of mana <laughs> and needing to use the standard attack. And uh, Shadow doesn't slow with Viper Strike. I think they actually can get attacks in on every single swing. Does he swing too fast with 40% hate? Uh, Shadow's fine, I think. Shadow's fine. Shadow has a lot of damage. And you can... Usually just, you just um, do for the first half of the animation, then you move and it should be fine. I think Shadow's fine. I think the ones that are going to be rough is like yeah, Scion, because <laughs> you have to auto attack him for a while. Uh, what about Duelist? Oh, Jules is going to be easy, no problem. Jules yeah, is really good at killing him. The animation's quick. Yeah. All right. You can always just pick up more gear too. Like, in worst case scenario, uh, you can just farm a little bit more white gear in the area. Feels so yeah. bad though. It does, but you can do it. The problem well, is, like, you can get a lot of gear while farming an Oni Garoshi that way, right? So, yep. Just farm Oni and then you'll be fine. I don't know that Oni Garoshi is going to be doable in this. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's the thing. I, I was, I, I think I would have played Oni if I could practice Hilux first. But there's no way to practice Hilux, and I don't, and I don't know for sure what it, what the forty percent has haste will mean for Uber Hilux. So I'm not taking the risk. Otherwise, I think I would. This is this is the most Onigoroshi gauntlet I've seen. Like I would have loaded up so fast. Yeah, imagine throwing away like eight hours <laughs> until you get. Yeah, it's like, but I just don't know. I'm not gonna gamble like eight hours, like you said. On maybe maybe the leap slam is dodgeable or not. Like I don't even know that it's. It might be too fast. Like before, I would usually like preemptively dodge it. But even then, it was like I think it was kind of close. So I'm not taking the risk this time. Yeah, I just know that I'd farm an Onigoroshi for like 12 hours and then just die in mudflats anyway, so. <laughs> I mean, I, not, not for Duny. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> Challenge accepted. There's going to be a bounty for Onigoroshi, though, I'm assuming. So uh, I mean, for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. and there is, yeah. Isn't there already a bounty that kind of implies Onigoroshi? That is easy to do with Oni? Remember something specifically. There's the Montreal's Grasp. There's my one. My one requires a tour of Endgame. 
Montegall's Grasp, and then there was something else that was very new. When I looked. So the Montegall's Highest Grasp... Highest speed number, yeah, and then the, the Oni helps with that. Get the yeah. embrace with the 20% movement speed on top. Yeah, you can only get that there, yeah, that's true. I don't know if there's another weapon maybe that gives me speed. There probably is. There's the Screaming there Eagle, right? The Jade Hatchet, but that's not, not more than Oni, right? It's 20%, I think. Isn't it 10% per, per weapon? You can have two and that's 20. Uh, uh, yeah, it's 10 and 10. Yeah, so it's 20. All right. So I think there's also like this, this uh, Warcry axe, I think. Isn't Date Bell that gives move speed too when you Warcry or something? Like, is it with the helmet or the axe? I don't remember. There, there's something. Uh, like Date Bell is a helmet, but. Uh, uh, what's the name of the axe? You, I, know, I know which one you mean. Yeah. yeah. I'll just check yeah, Bell, I think it's Deed. It's either Deed Bell or Deed Bellow. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Bellow. The Deed it's Bellow the, is uh, also the, the version that gives you attack, cast, move speed. Yeah, yeah. So I thought about that one. Yeah, you mean Debeon's Dirge? That's what you mean. Uh, dur- a dur- increased uh, movement speed if you use the walk right recently. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, that's, that's only fifteen. Yeah, platform. We're just screaming eagles, easy. Yeah, double eagles. They're also fairly easy to farm if you do level. Yeah. So I just want to give a quick little shout out for the uh, the Montegrill's Grasp bounty. Basically, so Trice the Effort made it. He's a buddy of mine. He We screw with each other. If anybody's ever playing in like any sort of trade league, if you're ever giving somebody an item, you throw in a Montegrill's Grasp because it looks like a high five. <laughs> it looks like a hand, right? So give somebody a crisp high five as you're giving them an item, that or a bitter dream. Naturally. <laughs> So now he's putting oh money God. on this <laughs> for the memes i guess but i love it i like that you have to corrupt them which is still a chance like even if you're the first to get two monties then you have to corrupt them and then you still run the risk of breaking at least yeah that's why it's even more of a crisp high five right like it's just one of those special little ones not just any old high five <laughs> a crangled high five but yeah, uh, let's continue going through the act. So, so mudflats. Uh, I think something that hasn't not had not been mentioned is the skeletons in in prison with the lightning arrow because a lot of people like to run flame totem at that point. I even made the mistake myself of uh, of running flame totem even with phantasms. And you have so many extra targets, and the way that lightning arrow works with the hitting additional targets next to it, you get sort of shotgun, like pseudo-shotgun from the secondary damage. And uh, that's not the first time that I died, but I died in practice. It'll do a lot less damage when you have a gold rim. Um, True. Yeah, if you, so, if you get the but, lightning up, but still it's like an insane amount of overlap. Yeah, some people think I might be joking partially on that, but I'm, I'm kind of not. Basically, for those people who want to actually have some success in Act 1 Gauntlet, you... For a lot of players, they're not going to bother doing this. But for a person who's not well-versed in Gauntlet, what you simply do is, once you get to a point where you're able to farm Tidal Island comfortably by, like, level 6, you basically just farm for Berserkers. And in Tidal Island, there's a very limited amount of uniques that can drop there, Tabby being one of them. So you can get a Tabula Rasa, Wanderlust, you can get Uraku Tiki, Gold Rim, Loctonial Caress, um... Oh, thousand ribbons even. Like there's there's a lot of good uniques at that level. And farming mm-hmm. that for a few hours possibly is gonna pay dividends for people, especially like Wanderlust. 
40% increased movement cast attack speed on everything. As long as you have 20% move speed, you might be doing a little bit better on getting out of the way of some of that stuff. Yeah. But also, you got to be careful when farming Berserker, because, you know, if you want to be able to get, like, two or three of them in, uh, <laughs> that, that Arch Nemesis mob is going to be scary. Would you use the tabula if you find one? Nah, not early. Nope. There's no point. You don't have the mana anyways, right? Yeah. yeah. You don't have the mana. I don't need the damage. So. Yeah, don't get you baited into that one. Ooh. Thousand Ribbon's better. Hands yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goldrum is amazing early as well. Yeah, so Goldrum's in tier 4 rarity, Tabula's tier 4, so these are one tier rarer than things like Thousand Ribbons, but the difference between 4 and 5 is not that big. It's factor 2. Yeah, honestly, if you're there for like an hour to an hour and a half, you can... F- Heck, I would even say just farm like... Farm till you have like 3 gold rims or something, because you're going to lose a few of them on the way. <laughs> yeah, and don't forget while you're doing this, get Decoy Totem. Which you can buy from, which you can buy on a Marauder or Templar from memory, after doing breaking some eggs. So after you get through mudflats once, you're then through mudflats every other time you want to be through it. I did so far not actually use Nemesis farming at all, but probably should incorporate that, incorporate that in my practice runs. Able to yeah. gauge how much damage each. Does but safe to say that you're ten levels above or so the title or maybe uh, not in much that's because rolls brutal. Some of them are absolutely brutal. Um, Flame Strider leaves like Flame Strider leaves damaging ground. I think it's Flame Strider and Incendiary causes everything that the monster does to ignite. Toxic causes everything the monster does to poison. All of these effects are going to get doubled. Evocationist does the flame strider thing as well as it as well as freezing you. Evocationist is one that people do a lot in softcore, but uh, very early on if they want to farm up gear. But you don't want to do that in this. Yeah, yeah, all really good tips. Just make sure that you don't rush through Act One. If it's necessary, spend two hours in Act One. Just really yeah. over prepare. I mean, it's probably the one act in the half where I would spend the most time on. It's to set mm-hmm. myself up for success, and then later acts are not that problematic. I mean, you should... One disagreement with you there, though. You want to rush through the coast. The coast is going to be a wrecking ball. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> all the fire ground that's doubled in damage is going to be is mm-hmm. just going to be murderous. So you want to rush straight to Tidal Island, and you want to run Tidal Island carefully to get XP. Tidal Island's not going to be safe either, but it's it's the best of the first three zones after after Hillock. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, I'm personally I'm worried about even running to the coast with forty percent speed. I think we're just gonna get run down a lot of the times. I, I, I'm expecting to die at maybe a couple times in just trying to run to the coast. Possibly. I mean, one stun could be enough to. Or wrong path. Again, it's the thing where mobs don't hit you, and now they're going to hit you. Yeah. Just die. Just keep resetting the coast until you get the short layout, and then hope for the best. Yep. Just I still don't know how to recognize that one. <laughs> I'm going to get on it. 
Is there an easy way to recognize which one's the short one when you go in? Um, off the top of my head, you have to take like 10 steps and then you'll kind of recognize the layout. Um, but it's the one where basically there's a short, like a pass through on like the right hand side. So you can kind of either go a long way or you can go a short way, but you kind of recognize it pretty quickly. But even then, I mean, I don't know if it's actually going to be worth it either way. Like, I think it is. I, th I think if you, I think it's worth your resetting for short course because long course is is going to be death. I think for sure. True. The amount of stuff that is going to be chasing you uh, by the end of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, even with even with the only twenty speed, you, you get run, run down. You sometimes run out of flasks. So yeah, with forty, you want the you want the short course. You can pick off monsters and kill them too if you need to, but you've got to be very careful doing that. Like once you start running, you're committed. Yeah. Yeah, no, you can you can slowly walk into it from the entrance and like try to get, get single like monsters or in packs of two or three and carefully freeze pulse them uh, edge of the screen or whatever you're using. But once you start to get into the definitely just want to run for it. Once the pain train's rolling, it's rolling. Yep. And also, you don't really get a lot of XP in codes. So, yeah, if you have to, you can farm it, but just running. Hmm. Um, also, while we're on the topic of Act 1, Mavale is a lot worse than usual. Oh, yeah. Like, Mavale has been the easiest boss of the Axe in a lot for every past gauntlet, and that's not going to be the case here. That's because of two things. Firstly, She's going to, she does almost all cold damage and that's getting doubled. Secondly, there's the fire damage from the adds in phase two. I think a lot of people are going to lose characters to those because they're going to go in there with 75 cold resist. They're going to be cruising through pretty smoothly through the first half of the fight. Phase two is going to start. They're going to be repositioning to get out of the, uh, the cold DOT site vortexes. And when they're doing that, they're going to get blown up by an explodey squid. Mm. Through this, you represent fire resist. I mean, you, you can't really have fire res anyway. You can't really force fire res. It's better to be cold capped, if possible. Yeah, I think you might want it. I think you probably want 75 and 40 for this fight, which is a lot more than any past call. Like, that, that, that would be gold rim then. You'd have to be really lucky to get the fire res and the fire res. I mean, no, two springs and um, fire, fire res benchcraft. Yeah, no, exactly. also. Oh yeah, I guess Rakuchiki is it, yeah. But if you if you end up farming a lot of title or something, you'll probably also pick up a lot of rares and have a decent amount of transmutes and alterations, so you shouldn't be super stingy actually make use of benchcrafts wherever possible. You, you can't benchcraft at that. Oh, wait, no, you can, sorry. Yeah, you can. Oh, uh, as yeah. Yeah, requirement 12, 12, 12, right? Yeah, 12, 12, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. rebuild, of course, yeah. Also, keep in mind, like, a lot of people don't realize, like, People are going to get debated into like using life sprig as well. Once you hit level eight, craft a wand. Once you hit level twelve, yeah. craft another wand. Fourteen. Put a suffix on 14. it. Sorry, fourteen. Yeah, craft another yeah. wand. Put a suffix on it because basically every six levels, right? So eight, fourteen, twenty. Yep. If you're going to be playing a caster of any kind, yeah, use that prefix. Don't augment it. Put a suffix on it have those resists, you actually need to worry about that kind of stuff, which is why Gauntlet's fun. Right? Mm. A lot of the time you can just cruise the axe not giving a damn about anything that's going to hit you or mentally prepare yourself for any of those zones because it's just going to be you flying through it. 
But that's what the fun about Gauntlet is. It's really taking the time to actually improve your character while mm-hmm. also not taking the time because you're trying to go fast. Or do take the time because you're just competing against yourself and you're trying to do it for your own fun rather than trying to win. Yeah, but myself... <laughs> no. Um, it's one of those things also where like, yeah, you, you want to go at your own pace. You, you're your worst, you're your worst enemy, right? So keep that in mind when trying to actually play it. But for a lot of the people who are going to be pushing like hard pushing, there's a surprising amount of content to actually get through. Cause this is, is going to be a farming gauntlet. I think personally, like I think this is actually going to take time to really farm up and do in a, like what? 10 days. That's actually less time than we think it is because you will have death sprinkled in there. So, I mean, even the previous gauntlets, if you look at the history of gauntlets, like very few people even finish. So, even if you're actually trying to get results, like honestly, just not dying and just finishing is probably gonna net you the best results. It's really only for if you want to like win rank, rank one that you have to worry about this. But like going fast and stuff. And also this one in weight, I don't think there's any going fast. It's just uh you gotta live. Gotta live and get it done. That's all. I don't think I don't think speed matters like right now. Yeah, no, normally in previous gauntlets the winner was always like done after like three or four days, right? How fast Depends. do you think this one is uh <laughs> I mean it's not gonna be completed, but I mean the previous one was like what two two three days finish, but like when there is death and it's like four or five days, that's when uh, student out one like when people died and then they just finished afterwards so like like a day later or something two days. But this time, uh, <laughs> this time I mean at least personally, I think I'm aiming for day six or seven finish. I think not earlier than this. I think so, trying to finish earlier is, is just suicide. An expedition gauntlet, uh, that's the one that I didn't pay like almost any attention to. I think Steel won that one, right? Yeah. No, no. How, on what day was that one? I don't I, think. I think it was like seven or something. It was late because okay. Steel was, only won because other people died, right? Because Steel was doing the SST bleed lab. Yeah. Something like and I, and, I, and I never got it twisted. So, GG. That's the one you didn't get twisted. Okay. Yeah. Well, one of the many times, yeah. <laughs> fair enough um so for me last gauntlet like when i had my best performance i barely played really until like day seven is when i ripped like i ripped on the thursday and it ended on uh on sunday i think for me or monday it ended on monday morning um but i ripped on thursday and then just was like okay do i re-roll do i bother there's only a limited amount of time and within an hour i'm re-rolling right um, and it was that time between the Thursday and the Monday that I actually started playing a fair bit. But even like Saturday night, that was Christmas time, went out for a Christmas party. Friday had a Christmas thing to go to. So there was a limited amount of time for me to play even in those days. And then Sunday was a really big push, like for almost like 17 hours, just pushed. But that's not going to happen with this one, I don't think. If if you die on Thursday and you don't really have the gear to re-roll, well... If you're actually trying to complete the gauntlet, there's no way. You're I mean, you're still, still gonna, you? you're still gonna have like maps, uh, atlas, your atlas, like uh, done and stuff. It's not gonna be that bad. Uh, I feel like I'm like I'm expecting to die. Honestly, like I think everybody's expecting to die, like repeatedly. 
Like if you don't go, if you go into this gauntlet, I could be like, oh, I hope I don't die. Then it's not gonna go well. I'm pretty sure you have to go in there. And be like, yeah, I'm gonna die. Question is, uh, I hope I don't die at a bad time. Yeah. Like for that yeah. dying right after you made your gear stuff like this. Like that. This this is the worst worst time to die. Right after you use all your currency or stuff like this. That's what you don't want to happen. But that dying will happen. I think. I don't think there's any avoiding this. I think on the character that you beat the Maven on, assuming you do. Uh, that'd be the worst point to die would be soon after beating the Maven. Then you're going to farm another Maven set. You've got to, you've got to beat that fight again. It's going to be one of the hardest things in the in the gauntlet. I do Uberaldo too. It's pretty annoying. Dying after doing Uberaldo. Oh, yeah, yeah. To be fair, you're already like pretty high up on the ladder if you manage to. True. Yeah. I have a quick interjection question that I've already asked here and there to chat and stuff like that. But uh, regarding the league mods, strong boxes scale with monster modifiers, right? Like when a box casts Ice Nova, it benefits from the 70% increased AoE. Yes. We all agree on yeah. that. But it also scales with the 100% increased damage, right? That I don't know. What but about the 40% cast speed? Don't know. <laughs> is that gonna mean that we have like no time to react? Like you open the strong box and you're gonna have a significantly shorter delay until the ice nova hits you. Pretty I sure that the, the damage will apply, but as speed, I don't know how, how to what extent. So from what I know, like the map mod increased damage that is affected. Or like the strong box is affected by that, so I don't see why it wouldn't be affected by the increased damage as well. It's global. Mm, I think you're right. So Ice Nova is going to be terrifying. Yeah, I was thinking that too when I'm at I was like, hmm, I'm running around with half HP. The Ice Nova boxes are kind of scary. Anyway. Yeah, don't forget also if you just get the lucky one of plus level and Ice Nova. Oh, oh my god, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that, that that is fun a time. killer right there. Yeah. I've died to that in softcore a lot. Yeah. <laughs> And, yeah. They're so big. Just if you're not in an AOE map, just in a tier 16 map with plus level, the Ice Novas are so huge. Yeah. yeah if the like if the map has AOE as well, that's going to be two forty percent base AOE, which is uh, what is that in radius? That's about fifty five percent increased radius. That's going to be big. Yeah. I mean, it's not gonna kill though. Like, you have spell suppression. If you spell suppression cap, it, it should not kill. Like, if you have a like reasonable HP, in a reasonable HP, HP pool that you should expected supposed to have at that at that uh, the content you're doing, you should not die from it. It will hurt, but it should not kill you. The problem is you're also frozen and well chilled or frozen potentially, and surrounded by monsters as well. Yeah. Gotta be careful. Either way, every time I open a box, I just I just dash one screen away every time. I don't read. The, I don't trust myself reading the box in time. Well, I mean, you know, sometimes you're just gonna miss that one line that you need to see, like dead on it, corpses or ice nova. And yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, don't I don't want to rely on. Don't, don't yeah, want to rely on being good at reading it. Yeah, I just sure. think, Yeah, exactly. Don't 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 take chances. Open the box, run away. Wait wait a couple seconds. And I don't think uh, in Gala you can even listen for the audio cue for there being a trap inside the box. Like, that doesn't really matter because it's going to go off almost instantly. Yeah, it's still fast enough. 
That's my soft core strategy is listen for the audio cue. That's a soft core strategy though. It's not a hardcore one. I mean, I do it too personally, but like, yeah, I probably shouldn't, <laughs> but yeah, I just do what the Karn does. It's basically click the box, be away from the box right away as quick as you possibly yeah. can. Cause I'm not reading that. I mean, I, I stream every so often, right? I can't read. Everybody knows this. <laughs> it's part of the contract you sign on Twitch. So, yep. But for those who don't know, there is an audio cue, almost like gears turning. When you open up a strong box that has any sort of uh, trap. any sort of trap in it, I guess you could say, like Detonate Dead, Ice Nova, Firestorm, any of those. Or Caustic Ground. Firestorm usually tickles, though. I think Firestorm is going to be noticeable and increase damage and AOE. Better overlap between I mean, 100% increased damage of zero is still zero. Yep. Fair enough. <laughs> I think it's going to hurt a bit, but it's not going to be a killer. A Caustic Ground's the one that goes from a nothing to dangerous, I think. Basically, if you're ticklish, it won't be that much fun, right? That's, that's what it is. It's just going to tickle you. There's nothing else from it. But again, you just don't want to be there because you didn't read the next line that says detonate dead. So... <laughs> Um, yeah. kind of stopped going through the acts after act one. Do we, do we uh, still quickly? <laughs> That's where the gauntlet ends for me. <laughs> for most players, probably. If you want me to go through my thoughts on each act real fast. Um, act two, let's just get this out of the way. Sparkers. Chamberson, Sparkers. Actually, there's worse in act two. Like, Val ruins are going to Val ruins and caverns are insane. The, yeah, yeah, the, these, the, these new monsters yeah, there. Yeah, they're insane. And the Chaos Spitters in Riverways really also. They're really, really bad. So Everything's bad in Axel, actually. Chaos Spitters Val oversoul itself for the 40% haste, making the Lightning much more dangerous, and the Lightning's going to do a lot of damage now. And also the Phenomenal Presence on base, which is something from Act 2 onwards, uh, grants them all capacity to poison and always poison. And poisons can be really scary. Oh yeah, there's like I think it's in Riverways. There's like these. Uh, I don't know if the parasites or not the parasites. Is it the parasites? It's like either parasites or small snakes. I think parasites no, are going to be in Act uh, Act Six. Is it? Yeah, six. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, in Riverways. There's like some snakes. I guess some poison snakes. I'm not sure exactly. I just know they should poison. They should. Uh, they should chaos. That's all I know. And they they actually hurt and they poison you. Mm. those guys actually killed me last gauntlet uh randomly in act two i just got into riverways i think and they just the chaos spitters killed me in like two seconds i was so shocked because oh yeah sorry we're talking about actually my bad we can jump uh, all all over the place but quickly (laughs) i want to i want to know how scary is weaver in comparison to you i guess weaver is considered one of the biggest hurdles in gauntlet normally this time it's a little bit different you have the numbers on that? Oh. I think it's less dangerous than last time, but I'm not absolutely certain on that. Are you basing that on the on the um, on the range attack or melee attacks too? Because melee attacks, I think now are kind of dangerous. That's a good point. Because like, when I on my last got, uh, practice run, she was actually like her auto auto attacks actually hurt, and she was attacking fast. 
So like, she's gonna attack like really fast. I think she might just auto auto people down this time. Yeah, Even if you're still range. The approach that you want, if the weaver is at the center of a, a center of a clock, you want to be standing at six o'clock. You want a decoy totem at twelve o'clock, and you want to keep recasting the decoy totem when it dies. And that's uh, you want to be just you want to be in melee range. You want your decoy totem in melee range over there as well. That's actually that's actually really. I mean, I haven't used the totem. That's what I'm worried about is because my main one of my main damage outputs in practice runs with holy flame totem. More I think about it, it's probably not wise to rely on that and decoy totem instead. I think your decoy totem is going to die very very quickly from the adds and weaver, so it might that's not even be worth point. it personally. I think using Holy Flame Totem or using Ancestral, not War Chief, Ancestral Protector, I think those might be more worth it just because that 100% increased life on Weaver. Well, I, actually, I overrun. I, last Gauntlet, I died to Weaver because of my Totem. I, I think I would not use Totems on Weaver. To charge up into the shot? Yeah, she just she, she basically walked away from the Totem and then targeted Totem. So. <laughs> you jumped into the Totem. Very I mean, huh? if she... Wait, what? I was wondering whether uh, whether you walked into the totem because no 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 I, I put the totem I was many range put the totem many range and she walked away and I yeah. followed her but it doesn't matter because the we was so huge and uh, it was GMP yeah true so I got shotgun you need to teleport move skill when when she repositions yep. Um. Also, one thing we should touch on too, there is, personally, there's going to be like one beast that is just nope, such nope. <laughs> um, anyone anyone scared of uh, any red beasts at the moment? Because you will be, I think. I don't touch any red beasts in this. Oh, I'm just going to ignore them. Act two, right? Yeah. So, uh, okay. The only, one I'm, the, now. <laughs> the only one I'm not ignoring is the is the wretch. That one I'm killing. Okay. For the boots. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, every other one I'm just uh, I run straight. I don't look back. Yeah, spectral, spectral charge. Yeah. Increased uh, increased move cast attack speed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have fun. The crab too. The crab's really dangerous. I mean, the, uh. I'm trying to remember. There, there is a goat man as well, right? Does he have molten shell? The goat? No, you don't want to fight the goat. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he doesn't have molten shell, but he has a bunch of goats with him. So that's the, that's the worst part about him. One goat is fine, but like he has a bunch of. He's a melee goat too. Like he doesn't cast spells, but he has a okay. bunch of goats with him who shoot fireballs, and the fireballs just two shot you. Hmm. Well, not two shots, you have like three shots, I guess. So basically, most red beasts are going to be scary at this point, I guess. Yeah, I think you just, you just ignore red beasts that are not wretch. The wretch, the one that, but those don't know that the bird, the big bird that throws uh, blood, uh, blood balls, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one drops unique boots, so you want to kill that one. Oh! Yeah, luckily, again, they don't, they don't get the increased monster life, right? Because they're not unique, but still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Molten Shell early on also. We forgot about, like, Sebi was just saying also the climb, Act 1. 
bone oh. shell off those goats is going to be terrifying too. Yeah, you don't want to so. use Frostblink, for example. Frostblink is yeah. going to get you killed in there. Agreed. Well, Flame Dash as well, because Flame Dash hits. Doesn't hit as hard as Frostblink. Uh, I'm not uh, sure. Well, you won't be level 10 by that point and getting Flame Dash right in the climb. Yeah. So. Flame Dash is after Brutus. After Brutus. Then Act 3? Are any... You already mentioned docks are going to be scary in Act That's my thought. And also both piety fights because she's pure elemental and, and scales with projectiles. Piety is horrible. Um, Dominus will be more dangerous than usual but by like not scaled as much as piety will be. But that's because of the lightning. Lightning barrage will be really dangerous. And you probably want to line a sight shenanigans Dominus for that reason. Second phase Dominus is actually really bad. Because he applies CB stacks and his melees hit really hard, and they're going to be hard to avoid with them. Yeah, I'll, I'll be decoy toteming him to get his auto attacks on, on the totem. Portal scrolls are going to be very, very valuable. <laughs> yeah, I, wanna, I always want to put down in, uh, in advance, and if you're EU, good luck to you. I mean, if you're not NA, good luck to you. Also, I like how whenever we've just chatted about something, we mention something that we find terrifying, and all of us just pause for a brief moment and are like <laughs> contemplating our lives for a second, wondering, like, why are we doing this? Why are we here? <laughs> because failing is fun. <laughs> Failure is growth. No. I'm trying to think what else is in Act 3. Well, actually, Gravitious is dangerous. I just thought we need to kill him. Just His Firestorm's gonna hurt. Nah, he already hurt. Unless it's gonna hurt even. Yeah, yeah Gravitious hits like a freight train. You, Unless you're a Shadow and you're into uh, RP like that infamous. ERP thing that got posted in uh, Global One, you know, that, that became a copy pasta years ago. I won't post it because it's not family friendly at all. Um, unless, you, unless you're into that sort of thing, uh, don't play with Gripus, yes. Yeah. Wait, you said you have to do him, right? You have to do him for the reward? It depends if you have to do it. Oh, if, if you have you to do it, have to be yeah. careful. You can I mean, just skip every... and come back later. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for some, for which, for example, you can't wait. You want cremation from him, so you need cremation and armor brand ASAP. Yeah, next shadow. If you're playing Sabo, you kind of want seismic. You want the over, not just seismic. All the CD traps, so you want to kill him. There, yeah. I'm gonna add that on my list of my list of things to be scared of. I suppose if you're witch, you could get around using by using fire trap better to just kill him yeah <laughs> cut fire is inside him just be careful that's all alright yeah my yeah. list of things to be scared of in the gauntlet is just like it's one line it's just the game that's or everything, everything. sort so of every time, yeah every time I was thinking about what to look out for I'm like ah look for everything <laughs> Everything's gonna kill us in Gauntlet. I specifically noticed before we uh, 
went into this podcast, I ran a little bit of Bright Lake. It's just, it's, it's not good. How'd you tornado feel about Tornado Shot? shot? Just scales too well with projectile. Yep. I just have a list of like bleed projectile zones. I just don't know for this. You have to do aqueduct once, you have to do dried lake once. That's it. I mean, dried lake you kinda wanna farm there, for people. Like there's a couple of places like docks you wanna you wanna farm there. Over level and get some gear. Same nah, for in dried lake. Like, Dox is okay. Dox is not that bad. Usually you have fire res. You kind of want fire res for crematorium anyway. Uh, yeah, I agree with Dox, but Dried Lake, I found... I also said that, but like after I mean, having done it... I mean, That's I, the only I guess, place. You can't farm somewhere anywhere else. Yeah, that's true. So. You don't really have an alternative. Don't also, do obviously. Yeah, like, I don't, normally at that point you have Determination or you have Grace, so you should be fine. Just make sure you get Determination or all Grace. Well, speaking of that, speaking of which, if you like, if you have, if you have to choose between both, I, I would go with Grace if you can run Grace because Grace didn't lose any value in this. Uh, doesn't lose any value in this gauntlet. Like, it actually gains value because of the speed. There's more speed. There's two proj. Armor got worse because uh, armor is like half as good as it was. So I would definitely choose Grace over Termination if you're like a Shadow, for example. I think I'd go Determination and Molten Shell. Still, I just think the determination is so strong. It's the best or best order in the game. Yeah, it, it just lost a lot of value, and in some cases, like it's mostly for the the classes that get the mastery, for example, that get the mastery for grace, but not for determination. Like shadow, for example, you can you can get the uh, grace reservation, then you can still use all your other auras. Yep. Yeah. In that case, but if you go determination, you have to you have to cut some more some more stuff, and I don't think it's actually I don't think it's worth it. Does it make sense to like drop all your Act Two reservations to run dual determination grace? Not run a herald or Arctic arm or a tempest shield or would I mean leave zero mana. I mean unless you get the reservation stuff. If you start as a template you, can... mm. you probably have you probably have mana issues though. have to do the math. I think you'd, you'd have like 30% under yeah, mana. Mana is an issue. That's what I'm saying, that you should go Grace. Yeah, I agree Grace, and Grace if you're in the situation of only having access to that one mastery. Yeah, which is usually, usually like, Shadow doesn't have determination mastery. I don't know if which, I think which gets one, or which doesn't get one. And Ranger does not get, yeah, it's, it's yeah, so it's like everybody gets yeah, Shadow gets Grace. And Defiance Banner comes online in Act 4, right? Defiance is Act 2, if you can buy it. Ah. Yeah, Defiance is after... Uh, is actually right after Chamber of Sins, isn't it? So it's the same place as the Heralds, is it? I'd have to look that up. Mm-hmm. I'm just so used to not being able to buy it on most... Uh, Yes, Most of the runs that I do, so. <laughs> Although I guess I'm likely going to do Duelist personally, but that's that's we'll, we'll chat about the classes and whatnot later, I guess. But I do like also just, again, every single time we've mentioned something, there's always like, it's almost like an infomercial, like, but wait, there's more. Here's another bonus offer of this next zone you're going to join. It's going to kill you too. Yep. 
Oh, you've done Dominus. Congratulations. Fantastic job. Welcome to Blood Aqueducts. Like, oh, fuck. Yep. You're bleeding. Now you're dead. Now go do Dominus again. Speaking of Act 4, I think Act 4 is going to be one of the places where people are going to start dying the most. Yeah. Like, Act 4 is insanely rippy. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be insanely rippy. Malachi is one of my least favorite fights in any of the gauntlets anyways. Malachi now add on like- uh, his overlapping projectiles are just awful anyways. But, I mean, last one was worse, I guess, because of GMP. Yeah, uh, last one was worse. GMP Malakai, it was a nightmare. GMP mm-hmm. with Malakai, there's like a few bosses that are like absolute nightmares. The Chevron was a complete nightmare. Wrong, yeah. Um, like, either, either of her versions. Malakai, uh, there's a bunch like that. I think Act 4, the Red Re is so bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah you just stay at range with her no matter what you do whatever it is you go ranged if you're playing uh you're playing duelist you just go back to like splitting steel and fighting doedri just something yeah there's two options yeah you do either splitting steel or just totems depends if yeah but both work so confirmed defiance banner is level 16 you get it from the quest only as a duelist but you can buy it from the vendor as duelist marauder templar and Sion. Oh, okay. Oh, Templar gets it. Okay. Does Templar gets something? Right. So this is a random tangent, but like Templar, it's like okay, yeah, you can use mines or or traps. By the way, you don't get to have access to any support gems for them, though. Just so you know, have fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's odd. Mm. But like, out of all of those, what I find the most odd is that witch for Tidal Island gets lesser poison as a quest reward, but you can't buy it from the vendor afterwards. So all the mm-hmm. other gems that you get for the quest reward, you can buy as a quest uh, from the vendor. But if you didn't pick lesser poison, then you or like chance to poison, it's called now, you don't have access to it at all. I think that's an oversight, though. I don't think that's intended because you should be able to buy them all like when they've been offered mm-hmm. as a quest reward. So what do people think of Bakul's arena? The actual Bakul fight with all of the trash in there. Uh, so this is the mini boss leading to Doreso in Act Four. Yeah, yeah, I feel I like it's fine. He has no HP. He dies first. Exactly. Yeah. So fast. Bakul, it's the trash. Yeah, the trash. I mean, there's chicken, so you know. And by that point, like a lot of classes are using whatever their level twenty-eight ability or like whatever level twenty-eight skill gem they're using, or if you're playing Duelist or something, you're using Spectral Helix probably. And either way, you're clearing pretty well on the screen, so trash won't really last, and he's got no HP anyway. So, yeah, I'm not concerned about him. I'm more; it's more about the trash. Yeah, because he's so very before I die to it. So, I think <laughs> between uh, between trash not having any extra HP and people like really over leveling and over gearing, yeah. uh, trash shouldn't be too problematic. I mean, unless you're doing like something that doesn't have great coverage true melee or something like that but i can't imagine anyone going like true melee name lock skill what do you mean <laughs> you're gonna play bone shatter that's what i'm, play- that's what I'm playing right now <laughs> and how does it go it's just blasting no problem all right cool looking forward to seeing you win regardless <laughs> with it uh, we'll see um, hopefully right um Anything that stands out as scary? I mean, we really we went through the acts and we almost mentioned every single uh, 
every single thing, but like if you think of the the entirety of the the second half of the game, um, Abrath and Rizlatha, they definitely come back later. Yeah, yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Brian King's proximity shield, so not the actual, not his usual scary moves, but the the shield that he puts up around himself that uh, deals damage when you when you're touching it. That was in my list of scary stuff. Uh, Arakali's Voltaxic Tantrum. Like, I don't know what the actual name of that is, but the thing where she picks a frontal cone in front of herself and stamps her feet and does all those laser beams that are that hit all of that cone for lots of damage. The laser and beams are rough Arakali. because normally... She, can... she doesn't she, she doesn't tap her feet when she does this. She does, like She positions like once. Like she turns into, into a direction and then does that. You're talking about the, the beams that just shoot in front of her, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's the thing that kills, yeah. But she, she just, like, positions, like, you can just, like, when she taps her fist, like, when she uh, pulls balls, like, from uh, from the other side of the room, right? Oh, okay. That that attack, she just, like, rotates to whatever direction she wanna she wants to aim, and then she stands there, and, she doesn't, and then she shoots. Like, her, you can tell, like, she just moves her feet once and puts them down, and then she starts, starts shooting. So usually you just stay on our car, you just want to stay on, like, one side. Like, stay far left and wait for her to do something. And if she like pivots towards you, then you know she's gonna do that. You just go to the to the right side, and always stay melee, of course. Because if you go range, she wants you to. Yeah, the tippy taps are gonna be a lot faster this time. Yeah, yeah. For her to pull the balls, but everybody remembers last gauntlet when people were just randomly dying to Arakali because she was doing like some sort of AOE little belly flop type thing underneath her. Yeah, she was doing the the range attack that that one shot too. Like that's the thing, the the split. Like whatever speed that just the purple protection was it a range one or was it a melee one? It was range, it was but melee. I mean, it's supposed to be range, but she was doing melee. She I was doing she has melee. any melee attacks, okay. right? So that's what it was then. Yeah, I, I think it was like some bug. Like it was. Weird. That's what I was figuring, but that's what I'm worried about. So what I did last time was I just did not stand on top of her. Like I stood far enough away that you know you can dodge the shots. Maybe this time might be harder because the increased uh, increased move cast attack speed, right? But. I just did not stand on top of her because I saw too many people dying to her that way. Hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but does don't the beams also have a slightly bigger hitbox because of the ink AOE or something like that? Because I remember if the if she does the beams to the to the bottom left side when she's in the top corner and she aims the beams to the left and you stand all the way in the right top corner, you still get hit. Like you yeah, need you to need stand to, a little bit you, away. You can't be too close to her. Exactly. I think because that does happen to me. Yeah. If you stand too close, I think you get shotgun somehow or sick get hit by by the starting uh, beams. Because in a normal in a normal league without increased AOE, I'm one hundred percent sure you could just stand in the corner and the beams don't hit you if it's the other corner. But yeah, it's possible that AOE does this. You'll just have to find that happy middle ground between being too close to her, being too far away from her. Just yeah. kind of stay in that little like arc almost. Yeah. And then for for the Redry, just tap the wall, valve uh, thing all the time, and don't let the debuff yeah. stack up. Or is there any other strat? The I Redry think you crawl up before her and then just burst damage her down. So you use <laughs> crawl up to get some extra damage. That's really unusual for for my ordering. I would normally do crawl lab like late in Act Eight when I feel when I'm starting really? to feel bored with Act Eight. But I do for Arakali. Yeah, same. I do it before our Kali. You guys have more hardcore experience than I do. Hmm. But, but I mean, I mean also, 
lab is scary. Yeah, yeah I was about to say scary. More scary. <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. Like, Although no, he had less know. projectiles this time, right? So. Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, I'm really scared of Bizarro in this. The projectiles yeah, that brought us don't have the, the GMP, but with the haste, uh, it's still going to be really hard to get away as soon as you see the animation happening. Because well, with Azaro, when you see him having a two-hander, it's like, oh, free Azaro, right? No. In Gauntlet, two-hander is actually pretty damn terrifying because that charge-up that he has where he does a hammer overhead, like that's so quick as is. Now adding it's gonna an extra 20%. It's going to be so fast. And that's really, <laughs> oh, no. Just boop and you're dead. Oh. Yeah, and he's got the 31% increased radius. So 70% in KOA being 31% increased radius. Yeah, I don't like it. You know when somebody mentions a number that's so insurmountable that it loses all meaning? <laughs> <laughs> this is how I feel about everything. Uh, but yeah, with, with things like the Zauro Slam, where there's an AoE in front of them, also a Vol in Dried Lake, I'm always super worried that if I stand behind them, I'm still going to get hit by the AoE because it slightly goes... You beyond love, yeah. the middle of the of their character model. Yeah, you get way behind on those. You, it's a teleport move skill job. Mm. That was my approach, even just doing the uh, the Monster of Lady 3 labs in softcore. Like, I'm just not taking any chances. I'm jumping way behind Azaro. Yeah, with a lot of those ones, you're like... Your windows of opportunity to do damage are in between some of those attacks. So you usually cut a corner of some kind to try and get more damage in. You can't do that anywhere near as much because, first off, the window of opportunity is so much smaller this time with the haste. On top of the AoE, you can't really cut that corner because you get hit by it anyways. So it's going to be interesting watching like a lot of these boss fights that we think, okay, this is our time to DPS. And as Karn said earlier, that's that window so short that you're going to catch a lot of people get almost animation locked, even though their animation's probably super quick anyways, but they'll mm. be in that animation getting hit by something. Yep. It does make things like uh, Righteous Fire have a bit more appeal, things that don't require player action, player action investment to deal damage, or even DOTs in general. Like, I'm not suggesting Soul Rend as a build, but something like Soul Rend, where you just fire it, and then it deals a little bit of damage while you actively dodge. But also Righteous Fire is, is really not advisable because of the haste now too. Because your whole oh, yeah. idea is to uh, kill something before it kills you. Righteous right. Fire ain't the quickest killer. So if you're standing by some stuff that's actually going to hit you and be in close melee range. <laughs> yeah, that makes me really not want to go Righteous Fire. I've heard some people here and they say, Oh, RF Inquisitor looking good for this. I'm like, nah... Um, nope. I don't think so because you're also giving up all the recovery from well, not all of it, but a big part of your recovery that you get from Inquisitor to sustain that righteous fire. But yeah, like yeah, yeah. We already mentioned what? depraved Trinity being bad and Shav leading up to it, but also what we didn't mention in the the belly bowels of the beast, bowels of the beast, the the the, the bleed sure. mobs. Yeah. The in act, yeah, in Act 4 and in Act uh, nine. 9. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this place is really that. That's why that's I would always run Shell Skin. 
Right, I didn't think about that. Steel skin gives bleed immunity. I, I don't, I don't like, I don't, I usually don't use molten shell in axe anyway. You don't have enough armor. Like, steel skin stays better than molten shell for a while. You need to have determination, some armor gear before uh, mm -hmm. it becomes better. And the good thing with steel skin, you can actually justify left clicking it. Like, left click molten shell is pretty bad because it's like the, it has a longer cooldown than uh, something like steel skin. It's like a more of a longer duration, longer cooldown type of thing where steel skin has. Actually, pretty low downtime if if you just left click it, because it's very low, very low cooldown. It's like uh, it's extremely short cooldown. It's like short duration, it's short cooldown, so it's better like this. Isn't it an option to put it on a button where you like uh, actively press it? Yeah, yeah. you can. The, the problem with that is that steel skin, like I said, is like a very short duration, so you can't just preemptively press it like before. Maybe with 40 percent haste now, like you, you can't really not get value out of it, but. Like if you want to just self cast and I'm just worried I'm, I'm gonna get a bleed right in the moment where it's on cooldown, right? Yeah, but that, you just press your life flask and then you have things back on back off back off cooldown. It's really short. It's like True. what once one point five second cooldown or something. I don't know. It's really short. I'm gonna check. That yeah, cooldown. the second I can get a slot for it, I'm doing that. Left yeah. click, steel skin. Yeah, I think it's really good. And if you can have uh, increased ratio on it, then it's like you have, you have really good uptime on it. Cooldown is three full seconds from when it finishes casting. Oh, sorry, from when Still it finishes. Skin? Isn't that Molten Shell? That's PMDB says three seconds is the default. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. I thought they were all it's three seconds. It's 1.5 seconds duration, but three seconds cooldown. But then the duration <laughs> counts into the cooldown because the cooldown does not recover during the effect. Yeah. So when you yeah, use so it from the point you start using it, it's four and a half seconds until you get to use it again. Hmm. Yeah, yeah I so like, basically, oh, I you only have like, uptime on it. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Maybe maybe just have it on left click most of the time, and then for situations where you really want to remove bleeds, then then actively press it. No, maybe. I, I never had any issue just doing left click because you don't want to have to worry about it too much. This is like my biggest problem with. Self-casting, like I said, the duration is so short. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that goes both ways. That would be my, my biggest problem also with automatically casting it, is that the duration mm. is so short. Yeah, I mean, so you, you don't get control on when the uptime happens. Mm. That's why I manually cast it if I'm using it. Yeah, I think both have their unique uh, advantages and disadvantages. But yeah, with with Gauntlet, you have to stay alert all the time. You have to really like pay attention to the animations of the enemies, to your own positioning, and all that stuff. So you want to kind of eliminate other things that could distract you from that. You want to be able to focus on the gameplay. Mm. Yeah, one thing I want to still mention real quick, but before uh, I made a mistake last Gauntlet. Last Gauntlet was GMP, so it was a little bit worse than this one. But I thought that Desecrated Chambers in Act 10 was a good farming zone, like I normally think it is. I really like it normally, but in Desecrated Chambers, <laughs> you get these ledges, right? And you have monsters in there that use Fireball. And Fireball can overlap on walls with the secondary AoE explosions. So if you stand in front of a ledge and you're trying, you're planning to flame dash over it, and with the cast speed, they, they can throw those Fireballs at a really high Ooh. speed. And once they hit the ledge, they don't even have to hit your character directly, but you get hit by three explosions at the same time. It, you die faster than you can react. It's, it's definitely a no-go zone, or at least a, a zone where you stay far away from the walls. <laughs> 
that boss has uh, the boss of Desecrated Chambers will be a lot scarier than usual too. Oh, yeah, that's also super scary with the swipe. Hundred percent, percent increased degen damage as well. Like it's just everything about Avarius reassembled is tev- is terrifying. I mean, you you only do Avarius when you're ready to come up anyway. It's like- it don't do him in uh, in any of your Raven witnesses, at least I feel. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he's a he's a he's a complete ban. I don't even do him on Slayer, and Slayer is probably the best equipped to deal with this. Same with the yeah. the haunted mansion boss. Like, the zoning yeah. is just too strong. Yeah, like they, they, these fees degens are just out of control. And, and then uh, forgetting the name of the map. The zone after innocence. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say Crimson Township as well is is another one of those types of bosses. Yeah. yeah. Leave that out. <laughs> let me let me quickly try and switch the server because the delay is super hard for some of you. I think we, that's part of the reason we end up talking over each other. And I, I'm going to try and see whether I can switch the, the server because it says region automatic here. What do you think is good? They go uh, US West. Would that be better? Possibly. We're all we're all really far away, I know. But in my experience, US West works was best as a like a center. Does it work? No, I think so. Does it? <laughs> I think it might be better. Uh, we'll see. Um, but yeah, you, you kind of talked over each other there a little bit, and I, I wasn't sure what what either one wants to say. Uh, Sir Gog, please go first. Oh, um, we're both actually calling out similar bosses. I was saying that the Haunted Mansion boss is also in Act 5. He's just walking around. He will just find you when you're pathing through. Oh, uh, right. And, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's in the zone after Innocence, and that guy will wreck you if you fight him. You do not want to fight him. And yeah. you were saying something about a different boss. Oh, I was saying Crimson Township boss is yeah. another one of the ones that's just absolutely terrifying when it comes to DGENs before we add in the 100% increased damage. Adding in that increased damage, yeah, that's that's a note for me. I mean, the thing of Crimson Township, at least like, you can actually avoid everything he does. There's a clear, a clear. Uh, you can see his attacks. It's not, you can see the marks on the ground. You can just go behind him, and it doesn't hit you. Like uh, Avarius and all Haunted Mansion, it's, they're just beams falling. You can't outrun them. They just they just zone you out. Like Crimson Township is not as bad. I would still. Stay away from him if you're not comfortable. You don't know him very well, but it's not as bad. You, you can you can play around it. And with Crimson Township, it's the trash that spawn at the halfway point, like when the boss hits fifty percent. That are the thing that will kill you. Yeah, you need them. If you have damage, then it's, it's... like you if really you have damage. Him. Yeah, you you need him to go from fifty to zero within yeah. I think like one point two five seconds. Otherwise, you you just don't start the fight. Yeah, it's sort of a weird environment where, like most bosses, you tend to drop all your big damage cooldowns. Like maybe you've got Val Righteous Fire, maybe you've got um, you know cooldown traps like Seismic Trap. Normally, you would drop them when the boss is at one hundred percent. Here, you want to save them till it's at sixty, and then you go drop, 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 drop. Is there any chance to uh, <laughs> to uh, avoid getting hit by the projectile from the stagnation boss? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. With, with the haste and stuff like that. Oh, with I don't know, 40% haste, I don't know. 
<laughs> I mean, usually the thing with stagnation, if you just stick to him, he does, he just does nothing. Like you don't, you just want to stay melee, just uh, be in his face, and usually he just walks and does nothing. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, think, I think he has like two animations that look very similar, where he raises his arm or something like that, and one of them is the one where he summons the 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 boulder that he throws. Hmm. Uh, it's kind of distant. You can you can kind of tell. Uh, I wouldn't be able to describe exactly. I just know that when he's not doing the ball, I know he's, I know he's not doing the balls. Yeah, I think no, he the, 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 the uh, user portal, then come back in holding grace. I can do that if you don't know. Hmm. Drop a portal. So one thing, yeah, what I would do like in this, in, in particular, is uh, like all the Reaper map bosses that you want to kill, you just, I don't know, whatever you're playing, you probably just blow all your valve skills, VMS, everything, you just blow everything, and then once it's, it's out, you just log out and come back and do it again. Leave some monsters in the, in the map for that. That's what I did, for example, that's what I did, for example, in my practice for Forbidden Woods map boss. I just ran in there, a VMS, throw everything at it, it runs out, I log out, I go kill some monsters, come back with full, all cooldowns and do it again. Berserk, like whatever you have. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's the, the good strat. Don't be afraid to, to log out and do it again. I mean, it's, it's going to yeah. cost you some time, but it's not going to cost you as much as having to relevel the character. Yeah. Just don't do that versus bosses like Innocence, where you have hard capped uh, phasic type stuff. I mean, actually, that one is not too bad. Because uh, during the phases, you can, let's say, for example, I mean, it depends on which builds, right? But the, I think even DD, normally, you should be able to, let's say you play DD, I think you can get your souls back uh, before he pops again, like in during the add phase. So you can, you can pretty much just build DD every single phase. And it's the same for like uh, if you have a, if you use the war banner for example you can drop drop the war banner get adrenaline like every single phase and recharge it with the in the ad phase. But yeah, still, for, the, I, I would still skip the boss until you're strong. For stuff that has like really short uh, short cooldown or requires a short amount of small amount of souls or anything like that, yeah, the ad phase is nice for that. But you know, I still he's one of the bosses I feel like is is a skip until I feel super comfortable just to yeah, absolutely yeah. trash him. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. I tested it in my last fast. practice run, and uh, yeah, it's a skip. <laughs> it's not, yeah. I'm trying to think, is there any other? I mean, everything is going to be really scary. We, we actually, there's one thing we haven't talked about in Acts, and it's Solaris and Lunaris. They're oh, yeah. actually they're, oh, they're yeah. insane. I think this is actually the the, the fight I'm most worried about in all of, in all, all all the acts. It's Solaris and Lunaris, they're completely insane. The danger level is definitely underrated because they're already with, with yeah. regular onslaught or like regular haste mods. They were already super fast last gauntlet. Yeah, they're, they're crazy. And like the, the problem is like your option is farming Hover Bridge and Hover Bridge is not even safe. So it's like, ah. Uh, it's, it's a pretty tough spot at that point. And uh, Lunaris does have that degen as well. The yeah, it's like for half a second. Yeah, there's like a bunch of degen everywhere that also scales with an MP, like it covers more ground. And uh, yeah, and uh, Solaris just covering the whole room with the spears. It it's pretty bad. 
and the rocks the rocks one shot probably like most characters with th with this it's pretty bad so basically like catmaster brought us all here today to discuss like what we find is going to be scary or difficult and he basically pointed to a dumpster fire and was like <laughs> what's wrong with this where's the pitfalls here how do we traverse this scenario <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah. it's it's still good. To, even if we mention every single thing, the the point that we bring it into context with the mods and which abilities are scary, it's still it's very beneficial to have this conversation because there there were a number of things that you guys mentioned that didn't come to my mind when uh, when I thought about the question beforehand. So, oh no, I I love it also because like again, I, I work a job where I'm basically putting out fires most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like this is my element. <laughs> Yeah, you get to light some. Uh, speaking of fires, uh, yeah, the 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 searing exarch uh, monsters with the the altars and the drop burning ground—that's a no go, right? You, you won't ever click that. Uh, I was clicking that like the entire the entire league. I had no idea the damage. What? That's just slayer thing. That's just slayer things, right? Yeah, slayer. True, but then yeah. how is it uh, going to be in this in this gauntlet? Do you, you still going to be confident to do uh, it? Uh, is it is, is it monster damage? I don't even know. If That's it's the you're talking about the burning, I mean, it says the monsters drop burning ground on death, right? The altar gives you the mod where it says monsters yeah, drop should. burning ground for two seconds on death or something like that. Yeah, I guess it should be. Yeah, it should yeah be I, I would, damage. I would definitely. Yeah, I would definitely. I mean, you just run the pantheon if you want to run uh, exact maps. It makes you immune to these. True. There's the pantheon. Yeah, there, there is a number yeah. of ways how you can make stuff easier on yourself. Uh, it was also mentioned in chat just a moment ago. Uh, one of my favorite uh, Atlas passives is Packed with Energy, where uh, the Nico Sulfide gives you uh, a not insignificant buff. Yeah. Yep. So th that's probably wise to keep your, your Nico Master missions for those scary maps. So you can turbo yourself up when you go into the boss, and then you can maneuver and cast really quickly and use those every every tiny little opening in between the boss animations to get the damage in. That's one I mean, thing also thing I noticed that we didn't have uh, written down for as far as talking points. I feel like we should talk at some point about Atlas passives that mm. are, you know, utilized throughout the whole league and then which ones to avoid during Gauntlet. <laughs> but I guess we touched on strong boxes briefly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Good point. Yeah, true. I mean, we talked about the the acts and the the maps and the, the dangers and caveats in the different uh, stages of the game. So I think this is a good point. And to quickly go into the Atlas passes, uh, what do you think about shrines? Because that goes both ways, right? Like shrines make the game easier to some way because you can blast through the maps with all the the shrine buffs. But then also shrines are kind of scary. Doc leaves was what I say to shrines. Doc leaves. I don't want shrines maps. All it the thing is like it's gonna help you most of the, most of the time, and all it takes is one divine shrine and you're dead. Oh right, divine shrine. Yeah, on and I'll acceleration pass. shrines are also super bad. Yeah, like yeah, anything, brutal oh, shrine too. You can you can get <laughs> like there's so many shrines that are gonna cause problems. Like all it takes like let's say you have a speed shrine with the no no, and there's a benevolent aura in there, you you're just dead. Yep. I feel like it's or a legit fifty fifty with shrines. It's not even, it's not even, I mean, it's a 50-50 every map, and then when you lose, you're gone. When you win, you just gain nothing. 
Yeah, either yeah, you die um, or you live 50 50. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> and when you leave, you gain nothing. It's like, oh. okay, cool. Yeah, I really agree with the thing that anything that increases variance harms players in this context. And that is going to be the case with shrines. They, they increase variance. Most maps, they make it easier. But then that just that random one, they make it harder and then boom. Yeah. Mm. I wouldn't roll over the Sextant mod for Gloom Shrine, though. That that adds a lot of power to your character while you've got it. It's not that scary. And I think the same for Resonating Shrines. They're both at the safer end. I have not thought about Sextants at all yet, to be honest. I, I don't even think you're using Sextants. I think I'll get it. There's no point. Yeah. The ones that add extra monsters that make you take increased damage of a specific kind seem uh, like they may. Like, uh, Personally, right? at most, I'll have one, one version, at most. Because I'm not killing Infinite Hunger until I'm ready to kill everything. Hmm. But, uh, yeah. Then, yeah, like I said, Sextons don't do anything for you. Man. It's Black Star that I think is the scary one of the new bosses. Mm. I don't know. The poop face and the invisible, uh, in the, in the, what was it? Duh. Never ending hunger, unending hunger. Uh, Infinite pain, scary. yes. <laughs> Infinite pain. <laughs> uh, no, because he can't move. In, in, nah, the, the, that boss is, just, I'm, I'm just not going to kill it. Until the end. So those are the only bosses that I fought so far. Uh, basically, like I didn't get to play at the beginning of the league really, and so I fought Infinite Hunger and I fought Black Star, and I never want to fight the Infinite Hunger ever again. Yeah. He is like the worst boss I think they've ever made. Yeah, <laughs> design. Every time I fight, I fight it. I'm just, I'm just like, oh my god, where is this? Why is this in the game? Why is this fighting the game? Black Star, though, oh my god, they did a brilliant job with that, and then they wrecked it by making it so squishy that, like, if you just do it on a normal character, like a middle-of-the-range character these days, uh, you know, you have it dead in 15 seconds of constant DPS, you only get to see one or two of its abilities. Um, that's assuming, you know, a character that takes 45 seconds to kill Guardian of the Phoenix, and it's such a good boss, and it's just wasted like that. Mm. Yeah, but... With the gauntlet mods, I mean, the mods do a pretty good job at making the the bosses scary, even oh, the yeah. new ones. Mm. Yeah, Blackstar is the best boss, sure, I think. Yeah. Blackstar to... are going to kill you in this. They're, they're the scary part there, because they're unpredictable. Does the Caspeed do anything for the ball face and Searing Exarch? Does Caspeed make the balls go faster or like make him spawn the ball waves faster? From what I heard, no. Okay. So it's basically the same, only it does more damage. Yeah. You AOE see more of them with the. Uh... Oh, right. AoE. Contact range on maybe 31% larger radius. Likely, if you get hit by one, you're going to get hit by two. And also, you're going to have to deal with more phases just because of all that extra monster HP, right? So you're going to need a good chunk of damage to get through the X-Arch with it being an easy fight. Otherwise, like it'll just spiral out of control. Like The more phases he gets when he does the, the ball phase, 
that's just so dangerous. Yeah, Frostball is your, is your friend there. Yeah. I really Wait, does Frostball... Like... Yeah, please. Eat... Does Frostball eat all the balls? Like, all of them? Yeah, they impact it. Or like, slap. Th- or... like, how many balls does it eat? Just one or all of them? Like, the Frostball might impact with seven of the balls. And so those seven are then gone. What? Yeah, you can completely complete shield one side of your character from the balls with it. I mean, I you can't, how can you ever fail this fight then with Frostwall? So, just- the increased <laughs> AoE though, if you mess up at all on that Frostwall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're too close, yeah. Yeah. I was doing totems, but I don't know. The, the balls slam is also do. What I wanted to say is the balls also do uh, AOE damage when you destroy them, right? That's something that a lot of people are unaware of because they either or dodge them all or destroy them when they're not in the range. But uh, do actually died because he was playing a minion build and the, the minions killed the balls while he was standing in the AOE and, and oh. died to the AOE explosion. Oops. So that's something to look out for. Yeah, just work like the player skill fireball, don't they? Absolutely, yeah. Mm. That's why it, it seemingly looked like a, a well-designed fight. Like It looked like a fun phase, but then you add in extra things like minions, totems, frost wall, and suddenly this fight is just <laughs> has, its, has its pitfalls, I guess. Mm. Well, wait, so people are saying in chat that the frost ball was fixed? Oh, was okay. it? Okay. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, because that, that it would have been kind of absurd. Yeah, during the original race, that was my first thought. I'm like, wait, it can be impacted by totems or minions? Just use frost while you're fine. But I haven't really watched much since then. I'm going to need a source for that. I'm going to look at the patch notes. But yeah, uh, in terms of Atlas passive strats, is there anything else to look out for? You probably don't want to take any of the essence notes, right? The, the <laughs> no, you, you, I mean you gotta get your gear somehow. You gotta get some gear somehow, you know. But yeah, but definitely yeah. not the ones that that add more essence to your monsters. Yeah, not the plus three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Defense. That one, that one, no. Yeah, definitely not. I think you just take the normal, the starting one and the plus one. The plus one, the, the higher tier. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's what all. about uh, the doubling? Uh. I mean, it depends no. what you play. If, if you're playing like something like Seismic or DD, you can probably just pump it up, right? But mm-hmm. uh, same with Harvest. I would I would not take Harvest unless I'm playing something really good at killing Harvest, like Seismic yeah. or DD. Yeah. Or even Helix. Helix is probably good enough also for this type of stuff. But yeah, de- de- definitely not. I feel that you, you kind of have to take Harvest or at least take Essences just because that's where your gear crafting is really going to come from. So my thought is to play a build that is contingent on being able to get gear. Yeah. Right? Uh, so being yeah. able to do encounters like Harvest. Yeah. One of the big selling points for me for Sub or DD, for example, is you can do Harvest and it's easy. It's safe. There's, there's no problem. You can do big Essences also, no problem. Although I think essence is probably yeah, no, this is still fine. Yeah, yeah just be careful of greed. 
with essences. That's the main one that'll kill you. We mean like the the actual essence of greed, and yeah. as well about just greed <laughs> in general. Oh yeah, no. Well, yeah. I, I mean, my comment was about es- uh, was about essences <laughs> of greed, but wasn't there also being, something about not being able to leech from them? Uh, that's the remnant of corruption after, yeah. after spawned monsters. So remnant of corruption when it dies, it spawns two zombies. They are immune to being leeched from. So it's something to look no, I think, out for, uh, for Slayer. I think there's something else. Yeah, no, I think there's something else. So there's one of the... I think I don't know if it's the corruption one, but there's one that has an aura, some, an aura I think, when you're near him, that disables oh. recovery or something. I'm not sure exactly. I just know there is a, there's an essence that does that, yeah. That disables your recovery. I don't know if it's leech. I don't think it's leech because when you walk away, you get, you leech, you're leeching again. So I think it's just some some aura that just disables recovery. So I guess I'm not sure. It does that. Yeah, that one you just can't leech off of him at all. It's a vampiric, right? That you're talking about? Uh, there's, so there's vampiric, which is just for leech, and then there's one that's for all recovery. It might be recovery above 50% health. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't think I've ever made that one. Yeah, it's a tier 2 or tier 3 one for the uh, the recovery Finger. above certain HP. I forgot its name, though. Yeah. yeah I think well, it's uh, the Legion one, though. Executioner? Might be it. I don't mm. think so. I think that one that one's fine, I think. Well I might be, I may be wrong actually. Hold up. Chat probably knows, but yeah, that's um oh, I'm now just, just doing the thousand Arch Nemesis monsters and then I'm done with the mechanic. Thousand in months level eighty three zones for in game grinds, then I'm done with it. Oh yeah, you're right. executioner. Uh, yeah, prevents right. enemies recovering life and energy shield above 50%. That's oh, shit. Oh, no. I was making a bunch of these. I can't kill them. <laughs> well, I mean, it's probably fine. Hmm. Yeah, uh, that one's nasty. No, um, the is also in, terrible, yeah. Another thing to keep in mind uh, is, as far as Atlas Passives goes, there's one Abyss-themed one that causes Abyssal Depths to have plus three more to level. If you're looking for crafting bases, you might consider that essential. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, but also rippy, probably. Well, it's Perfect. a scout zone, so like it'll be rippy in this, but it's like the abyssal depths are more uh, less dangerous than a lot of other zones are. Yeah, that's sure. this encounter leading up to it is rippy. Hmm. Yeah. But like map mods don't apply, so it's like a vanilla zone yeah. plus the league mods. Uh, you don't and, you don't want to do any liches though if you get a unique boss in Abyss, right? You don't probably find that they don't do much damage. The, the only one that's 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 messed up is what's his name? Amana the one that just covers the, the arena with. Yeah, oh, exactly. It's, 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 I mean, that's true. There's Amanamunumu, or, or how it's called, Amanamu, or yeah, something like yeah. that. And that's yeah, the one with true. the mines. Uh, and the Ulaman is actually kind of okay. Although he hits like a truck and with 100% increased damage, maybe kind of. Yeah. But he Ulaman is stay away frequently. unless you've got Chaos Resist. Amanamu is stay away unless you've got armor. And bear in mind, if you do end up not getting a Lich in the Stygian uh, 
if you just want a Stygian vice, that totem or whatever we're we're gonna call it, the it does also get LMP. So when it makes the holes to to summon all the mobs, it'll get three instead of one. Mm-hmm. So it is scary. It's not as scary as the GMP version, obviously, but it's still scary GXP. for some builds. Giga XP. <laughs> True. So <I> see. <laughs> Speaking of Giga XP, Harbingers, I feel like they're still fine. Yeah, they're still fine. But, I mean, you, you need to do them. I think you need to have our hobbies for Agreed. currency. Yeah, you need that currency. You've got to be immune to burning ground for Harbingers, I think, in this. With a double damage hop, double damage burning ground. Hmm. That, that's going to be a lot of uh, pressure on the on the small pantheon power because I I usually go sort of Rallykesh because I like taking less fizz damage over time while moving. Um, but yeah, burning ground is probably the one that you want to go for. But before before I yeah before that I would always get the uh, Garrokan for the reduced effect of shock so I can stack it with other shock effect reduction to be almost mm. or completely shock immune. But now I definitely need to get the shock immunity elsewhere so that I free up the minor pantheon power to get uh, to get the burning ground. You're right. But you yeah, need to... Tempest shield. Is the burning ground on the base uh, pantheon power or do you need to augment it first? Need to augment it. It's augmented. Yeah. You need to kill a breath. <laughs> The map Aberrath in... Uh, yeah, yeah, you need to yeah. do some. It's tier 15, so... Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah, so you don't have it, you don't have it for fine. 90% of the game, right? Or 18, uh, yeah. if you get If you get to get your Pantheon, you're already doing, doing great, so... Might be a bit late. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, Aberrath's one of the worst bosses with this, with this mod set. Did we cover all the the different league mechanics? So any other no go? You probably probably don't want to get the the searing exarch thing where you take increased damage per altar that you activated in the area. But yeah, I think not. <laughs> and I normally already skip that one because I'm like, that's so much worse than the the equivalent on the searing uh, on the yeah. eater of world side. Do you do you get the influenced pack size? Like normally, that's considered widely considered one of the best things that you can get on the. Uh, yeah, but your goals are different in in this. Yes. Yeah. You're not farming for. Like you're not. You don't. Want, you don't necessarily want. Ex- I mean, it's probably good for eldritch currency, I guess. But you know, I, I would. I, I don't think. I mean, it depends what's your plan exactly. Like, I, for example, personally, I don't think I can spare the points there. It's too Sorry, many points. No, I said I, I don't think I can spare the points, personally, for example, for influence pack size. Yeah. Too many points, and it's like, you know, you, mm. you will get currency anyway. But yeah, I mean, I think, you can, yeah. I think, like, the synthesis wheel is compulsory in this if you're uh, not, uh, yeah, for the cortex drop chance. The other node at the top, the Shaper Elder one, is compulsory. There's a bunch of things that are mandatory in this because of the demands to get various boss access to boss content. And that's going to put a lot of pressure on the nodes that amp up your maps. 
Yeah, the map modifier scaling. That's scary. Mm. Although, I mean, I'm not going to roll my maps rare anyway, so it's <laughs> not that many mods on the maps. Well, I'm actually, doing one mod match. Let's talk about that also real quick, just because, well, if you if you want to get more Atlas passives, you got to do some corrupted maps. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about that? Uh, it's like, uh, yeah, transmit Regal, Val, and Prey. Mm. Yeah, I feel like Regals are going to be uh, very value. Yeah, like uh, that's why also why I don't think you can speak har- skip Harvey. You just have Regals. Transmute Regal, Null and Val. <laughs> yeah, re- Regals are huge <laughs> this time. Like, even just for yellow maps, like, you kind of, you want to, you know, it's going to cost so much currency to even get one that's good because you don't want anything on your map. I, I don't want anything. You have one thing that's that's that that gives something to to masters. Or, like I, I just know, mm-hmm. I don't want anything in there. Yeah, and and we seem to have an. I mean, from what I've seen this league, there is no issue when it comes to uh, to map drops. Like sustain is perfectly fine, and that yeah. was the usual worry before, right? You just infinitely stuck in like yellow maps because you can't sustain red maps in Gauntlet because you can't run high enough mods to have big enough pack size and enough quantity and so i guess that's pretty well mitigated with the new atlas passives we're gonna have zero void stones a lot longer than you'd have in a normal league and void stones are a huge amount of upgraded map tier at the moment i mean you can't just pick it on true yeah you don't need to do that. it just saves you some points but realistically you're not gonna have a void stone until sometime But yeah, you're already at the end there. You're you're in the home stretch at that point almost. Oh, I guess there is no real home stretch because everything's going to kill you. But you know what I mean. Like <laughs> you're, this is the the final tail end of the gauntlet when you're when you're actually going to have those void stones. Uh. All right. Should we quickly go into the the class build discussion because that's something sure. that we completely. Uh, we haven't got to yet. Danced around, yeah. Didn't naturally transition into that. Unlike with the other things where we just talked about the mods and we automatically mentioned like what things are scary and which act and, and stuff. <laughs> but uh, what what do the mods mean for build choice? Like what boxes do you have to tick for a good gauntlet build? Everything. <laughs> good point. Yep. That, that's the problem. Like, the fact that it's a hundred percent increased damage means you need everything. You need defense against hits, you need avoidance, you need defense against damage need recovery, damage over time will be a problem, you need you need damage because, you know, bosses have double HP, you need everything. Right. They need tickle boxes, and there's very few builds that can tickle boxes. Like this, that's why, like, we've been, I've been, in, as, as soon as the announcement was made, I was, I spent 36 hours, I still didn't, I had no idea what I was going to play. And even now, I still don't know what I'm going to play. So it's uh it's rough. If you had I'm gonna play standard. Uh <laughs> it's safe there, man. It's nice. Yeah. Just go for a visit there every so often, right? Like <laughs> I'll be enjoying Gauntlet and then suddenly vacation yeah. in standard real quick. Feels good. Come on back. Yeah. Just yeah. enough time for me to forget about the pain that I was just in from Gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, but the moment you go back into Gauntlet, the pain is going to intensify because you're back at <laughs> that ungrateful start. You have to Just work another yourself. vacation soon. <laughs> but I know, Cersus, like, you would need like some way to mitigate physical damage, some way to mitigate degens. Because these are two things that you didn't have to worry too much about with old, older mods. Also spells, because they all get double damage now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, like not not having spell suppression is not an option now. Like uh, it was already yeah. like that, it was already rough. Like last gauntlet, for example, I died repeatedly because I was playing a build that could not get spell suppression early on, and I I just kept dying to spells. And now, like everybody's gonna be on be in the same boat. Yeah. Like, even if, if you spell suppression cap now in this gauntlet, you'll well, it's going to be the same thing. You're going to take the same damage like that I was taking, for example, as Gauntlet, where I was just dying. Well, you'll be taking that commensurate with the core game. Yeah. Yeah. Or a little bit less than, the, than you'd have in the Take core it. game. No suppression. Now, now yeah, you're basically against spells, you're basically going to be playing... If you spell suppression cap, you're basically playing a character in base game that has no spell suppression. Mm. Yeah, I reckon players over 85, a lot of them will be using Atsuri's step. For that reason, for spell suppression, oh, you need to kill a zero for that. Yeah, you need to, to down that zero, and she's terrifying. And do, do it a bunch of times too, because it's it's not yeah. common. It's like one in twelve chance to drop. So yeah, so you, I don't Ooh. think uh, people are going to be using this. That'll be killing her twelve times. Yeah, If you're going, that's for also why precludes killer once, right? So. Oh, sorry, it's, go for a cap, Aster? Yeah, no, I, the, the delay is terrible. But uh, I was just going to say that you do have to kill her once if you're going for points at least, right? So maybe you get lucky and just drop it. I mean, one out of 12 is not that bad. But most people won't have it. But what do you want to say, Trix? I was just going to say, like, that. that's also why when we were talking about RF and builds like that, basically they're almost precluded from the gauntlet, in my opinion, just because you don't get spell suppression on those builds. Yeah, sure, you get a bunch of extra resists like max res, but... Spell suppression is going to be necessary. I think you're going to need like determination, grace, spell suppression at the minimum on every single character, pretty much. Chill, if you can, also is one big thing if you were, that you would need on your build. Yeah, anything that slows them down slightly from that forty percent. Yeah, does anyone work out that forty percent stacks like with um, with chill? So if a monster has 40% action speed from the event and a 10% chill on them, are they moving at 126% at base, say multiplicative stacking, yes. or 130% from additive? It's multiplicative, right? I think it's 126. Yeah. And your chills are going to be a lot more than 10%. Yeah, so it's, like, it's pretty good. You go from 140 to 26. And if you have chill, then it basically it's like a slightly faster than... Uh, if you're just playing with old speed but no no skill no, no chill. Mm. So it's pretty strong. Yeah, and you can get 30% chill for trash monsters pretty easily. Mm. As long as you hit them once. Yeah, so if you're running skitter bots, there's also the uh in any of the elemental wheels, the mastery that gives you increased effective uh of non-damaging ailments. That's amazing. I don't think that works with Skitterbots. That tested it. So yeah, I was going to ask. Your ailment. Yeah, it doesn't work. So that's what I was just going to say. Like, so that doesn't work for their 
Yeah. So if you're chilling with anything like say Necromancer, it works for Necro. Yep. The corpse chill. But Skitterbots doesn't get affected by that. So just bear that in mind. Like a lot of people are gonna want to run Skitterbots, but it's, it's good. Obviously it's good. But it's not the best chill that you can get, obviously. And you do you do have the ability to put uh, unbound ailments on it, but that yeah. does ra- raise the um, True. reservation. Yeah. It's necessary, I think, if you're running if you're playing Sabo for this gauntlet at least. Yeah, Yeah, Unbound gives you more damage as well. It's worthwhile. That's when the cross so good, too. You get base chill, you can scale. I think you can very, very easily get at least like 18% chill on on Necro. I think you get, yeah, I'm pretty sure you get like base 18% chill on Necro with just like the effect on the tree only without even any year. It's a huge difference. Yeah, in- increased effective non-damaging ailments is what is secretly one of the best stats in the game at the moment. Or effect being the other one that's like not at all apparent to a new player, but these are the two of the best stats in the game. All right, with with that established, uh, quickly let's go through the seven classes. Uh, the best choice for which probably is DD Necro, or is there anything that I'm missing? It's uh, the most well-rounded build. Yeah, it's definitely the best choice. I honestly don't think the DPS is going to be that great on it still. I think it's going to struggle with damage this time, but for which it's it's probably the best. Yeah. Yeah, honorable mention to some cold damage occultist, but that'll be that is an honorable mention. It is not it is not a close second. It's something that can have some impressive chills. Yeah, yeah. The chills make it good, but I don't think you'll get to you're gonna get to the point where you benefit from that. Because Occultist has like almost nothing in terms of defenses. Sure, you get the 10% reduced damage uh, on chilled enemies and the 10% reduced damage from Malediction. That's quite mm. good, but you need to get to that point first. You need to do uh, yeah. Cruel or even Merciless Lab to get both of those. Probably, no, you need, you need Merciless Lab at the very least. Mm. And then you're not getting Profane Bloom, which you may want. That helps a lot with clear early on, and applying curses to hexproof enemies is also great. No, I definitely thought about Occultist because I've tried to pull it off in previous gauntlets, but this is definitely not the gauntlet to play Occultist. Yeah, it's miles behind Necro. Necro is the best. And then are there any shadow builds that are viable besides Trappers for this? Is there a reason to play Assassin or Trickster at all over <laughs> Saboteur? <laughs> I, guess, I, guess, I, guess, yeah, I guess Trickster has something against D-Gens. So, yeah. Against Dots. True. <laughs> there isn't much of a reason to play Trickster or Assassin anyways, uh, let alone in Gauntlet at this point. Assassin has its strengths at the moment. Oh, they, they do for sure, but in hardcore it's just... Yeah. It. Yeah, just, just, just play Saboteur. If you're playing Shadow, just play Saboteur. Yeah. 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 And Sav is still a great contender, right? It, it's got decent defenses. It's got it, yeah. actual recovery. Like, that's, that's not bad. Yeah, it's, the oh. thing is, that's the thing. Like, it's not bad, but it's not even enough. That, that's the thing. Like, the, the pressure on characters to have enough recovery is pretty big this time. For sure. But you're also near Leith Shade. Yay. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Yeah, that's the one thing they have. <laughs> oh, this, 
you ignite immune and you have leech shade and some some recovery. So yeah, you do so have do tools. Just shock something. immune as well, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah. that also frees up that pantheon. Yeah, it's really yeah. comfy. <laughs> Yeah. One thing I will say about Trickster, though, like, Trickster is in a bad place generally, but if someone's goal is just to hit level 90 and not to do any heavy bossing, uh, Trickster's a reasonable choice for that, just by virtue and staying in low-tier maps and low-tier and easily rolled maps just because of its damage projection with um, the traditional Chaos damage builds, Chaos dot builds. I mean, you still got to get to maps by, by playing that kind of build, though. So I feel it's going to be a little difficult in the axe, personally. But yeah, you'll have hard times with the bosses in the axe. Yeah, I feel like I the, the only reason, only reason to play Trickster would be just you want to play Trickster. I don't think there's a reason to play it besides just wanting to play it for the sake of it. Amazing life recovery when you're mapping. It's a no, bad. I guess you, I guess, I guess you do. Uh, well, but, yeah. But you need to get into maps first. Yeah, you need to get into maps. too, so... Yeah, you kind of do need to do that. Yeah, for... With the disparity between the Ascendancy classes and some of the base classes, I'd really like uh, an Ascendancy class-based gauntlet, like the one that was done in the past, but that just splits up the price pool way too much. It's like everything is, like, tiny and... Honestly, I also like it like this because it puts some pressure on GGG to, to make the classes more equal. To, to in a future patch maybe address some of that because like you said like even in a regular league even outside of Gauntlet like uh, don't really want to play Trickster or Assassin over over Saboteur at least not for hardcore or yeah softcore there's good reasons to play Assassin of course but hmm. didn't then... Jung Rowan have a really good successful deathless um, run to feared on Assassin like he was playing in softcore but I thought he the did an SSF Poison Helix, 16 hours from from fresh start to completing the feared. So that, was that, I think it was something like that with Poison Helix. And that was Deathless, I think. Don't know. Yeah. I know he played it, but I haven't, uh, I haven't really looked. I know he played it for the, the boss race in Hardcore SSF early on. But then he died to something, and I actually didn't yeah, know he what died he did. Like something else, I think. Or he was toying with the idea of playing it, then he went um, alley damage helix instead. Anyways, I'm, I'm not young. Yeah. Oh, sorry, who is this? Jung uh, Rowan. Jung? Okay. I thought you were actually asking who is Jung Rowan. Oh, no, no. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Who's this guy? He didn't play uh, DD Necro at all last time. <laughs> uh, I actually was going to name my character Jabated by Jung originally as a joke, but I, I knew it would be good. But <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping other people wouldn't think it would be good. Going further... Uh... Clockwise around the uh, the passive tree or the start positions for the classes for Ranger, what are the top builds? I think Pathfinder is really good, but then I think Pathfinder is dead. Dead. 
Yeah. I think Quantrick's going to start on day five, as he was saying, because he's got commitments beforehand. He's just going to play Pathfinder and do the same thing he did last time and just win it in that five days because nobody else is really going to be able to push and play on it. <laughs> and the problem with Pathfinder, you need, you need the flasks rolled. You can't do that early. Like, True. The whole, the whole gimmick doesn't work until you, you're actually kind of deep. You, or you get, you'd have to like stay from from these and I don't even know where. Yeah, that's a good. I don't point, know where you form this, but and I got but, surviving until then is like I don't know, man. But if you were forced to win Ranger, so you, which one would you pick? Would you pick Dead Eye over uh, over Pathfinder, or would you pick um, Raider? Oh, oh my god! <laughs> because I understand what you say, Pathfinder is dead because you know if, if you see it in I the context of the Gauntlet versus everything else. But if within Ranger, like what what's the best one? <laughs> I think they're all dead. But I guess did I maybe did I hit something? I think it's still. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Is there not a build? Yeah, I'd, I'd probably stay away from Dead Eye just because it's so squishy. Yeah. But, uh, I mean. It's yeah. great softcore. At least with Ranger, you'll have the same speed as the mobs. <laughs> I mean, Ranger, Dead Eye's fast too, dude. True. Yeah, all of them are fast. The fast, fast to the beach. <laughs> fast to standard. Uh. Yep. Uh, Raider does have a 40% spell suppression from memory. I think it's 40%. Uh, yeah. And that makes a lot less pressure on your gear. Yeah, and halfway to ailment immunity, and you can get the onslaught effect, and you have permanent phasing. I, I, what's the goal? Is it the ranger? What's the goal? Ninety, fifty? That was what's the goal? High score among rangers. Yeah. So to win the class, win if you have to win like, the class. Yeah. So get to maps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For, oh man, this is a rough one. This is like uh, that reminds me of the temper talk from last time. Dude. It's like a... I'd go Raider for familiarity, but I'm not sure that that's the right decision. It's, it'd be the right decision for me. I think Raider is like throughout the entire game probably the, the one that is most workable. But in the end, it would be surpassed by Pathfinder. But you would never get there with Pathfinder. Yeah, Raider maybe. I could see. Oh no, <laughs> it's hard for me to pick anything because everything looks looks really bad. All right. Everything yeah. looks dead. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, how far yeah. the winning ranger goes. Yeah. That they managed to get down. Ranger ladder is going to be spicy. <laughs> and if you want something spicy that I think might actually be worth thinking about here, um, Dead Eye Fizz Trapper has the, like, Exsanguinate's incredible when it already chains. So, like, that's, that's off meta, but I do think it's something that might be a contender. I have to look a bit more into it. I haven't thought more than just the basics, but your exsanguinate is going to do a lot more damage than it will anywhere else because you're not investing chain support. You will be lacking on the AOE component, though, won't you? So overlap, well, I guess overlapping your uh, your seismic isn't as big of an issue now. Yeah, uh, it's going to be meaningfully worse than the saboteur, but it might still be. It might still be good enough to be one of the better options for a ranger. I think the problem with extending grenades is like, how, where'd you get the recovery from? 
true. You'd need to solve that. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, Push life flask, rage. Yeah, push your life flask. That's yeah, so kind of rough. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Done that leveling. <laughs> and then for Thank duelist, how how far okay. is the, the, the gap between duelist and the other classes, uh, between slayer and, and champion? So, I mean, there's, there, okay, here's how it goes with duelist. There's a bunch of people who've been sharing the same tank of copium who think they can play EA Totems or champion general and survive. But I don't know about this. I'm too. Uh, I feel like Dijon is going to be way too big of an issue. I think so. For something like to do EA ballistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I didn't know that he was high on copium, but you know. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I, I don't believe in. I think. I think on paper, like if you can get to the even with the problems, like even if you get to the bosses, you're gonna have a really hard time. Like you're gonna get clipped by cheap beam. Who's gonna you're gonna evaporate? It's it's gonna be pretty bad. And uh, if you don't play that, if you don't play EA, it's like there's multiple builds for Jules, right? You can play EA Totem Champ. You can play, well, you can try to play like Omniscience, you know, Lightning Strike or Helix. But that's, you know, that's another level of, of, of coop, right? You need Omniscience, you need the Perseverance, you need a lot of stuff. Probably, you probably want Melding too. So that's probably not happening. You're probably not getting there alive. I really and don't then like Helix for the, for the gauntlet. I, it doesn't have to be Helix, so just early on, like you know, you can play Lightning Strike kind of early, I think, but it's probably worse than Helix early on, at least. Now we can play Impel Helix too, but I, I don't think that's good either, especially now. And uh, Glad, uh, well, Glad doesn't exist. Let's forget about it. And Slayer. Slayer so can play Helix. You can play. If you want to play 90, I think Slayer Bonshot is actually the best to do to do that. If you want to get level 90, for example, I think it has the best defenses. Like, exactly. I'm pretty sure, yeah, it has the best defenses, I think, for this gauntlet. You have Fortify, you have Slayer Leech, uh, Endurance Chargers. Really good recovery, obviously, because Slayer Leech. How alive so can you good. get Fortify with a um, unique monsters yeah, 100% increased life? It doesn't matter. You still get it. Yeah. And even if you if you have, you can also just spec into a rampart on the tree. That basically counteracts the 100% unique life. Fair enough. But uh, yeah. And uh, well, I'm not gonna go into the busting because I might be doing that. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to be so too specific. Yeah, but uh, I, I think I think champ is obviously like Eatorum champ, maybe some Helix champ in uh, elemental, like you know, Nightbed Helix champ or something into Lightning Strike, or again, Impel Helix Slayer, Bone Shadow Slayer. I think things you could play. Gladiator is out of the question. Yeah, Gladiator is just uh, no, no, just no. Does anybody Champions. know if Son of Seven List is going to play SST again? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I think he can't play this gauntlet. Ah, oh, darn. That's a shame. Yeah, yeah, it's a shame. But I it's don't think he would have played that. Maybe Steel Mage will take the... will bite the bullet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really curious to see if he would have played that, but I don't think so. I think even he's not coping that hard. 
See, I think that Champion uh, has the best defences in the game against hits, but doesn't have the defence against dots, whereas Slayer has the best defences in the game against dots and has much less against hits. But Champion it's not, it's is... Not even... yeah, sorry. Oh, I, was say, I still think that Champion has so much armour, so much evasion, uh, that you may actually be pr- feel very, very, very tanky with a Champion. Uh, you don't have anything related to spells. So you need to solve that through spell suppression. And I don't think that's insurmountable. And so I think that champions of some description might work. Uh, whether that can be done on EA totems, I don't think so. I think you want a shield. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, uh, from the champ already will have a hard time getting spell suppression, especially if you're not using a shield. Like if you're using your shield, it's fine, you know, because you have the shield. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's like you said, like hit, hit, hit uh, mitigation is good. Like you have a good max hit, a fortify, you have a lot of armor. So you're okay, but then you just die. Like it's like absolutely no recovery whatsoever. And I, I think the only build I would have recovery would be some some claw build, like claw helix, claw whatever, because you have life gain on hit. But even then, that only works for in in when you have pack size. Yeah, it's better. And, against uh, yeah, yeah, and like EA just has nothing. It's pretty bad. Not even leech. Like if you're playing a like Claw or even just Impel, you, or at least you have some leech. Like you have nothing with EA. So that's what I'm worried about, at least for uh, EA champ. Might die to a bleed, uh, CB, uh, some, some Chaos Dot, like Tora might evaporate you. Like, there's so many, th- so many things that can happen. And when you're bossing, there's so, much, so many degens, like Shaper Beam, Shaper, D- Shaper, uh, Shaper Degens, Elder Degens, Cortex Degens. There's, there's so much stuff. It's really, it's really rough, I think. I mean, flat life regen rolls on gear have recently been improved. You can mm. manage to sacrifice yeah, some suffixes for for you know hundred plus life regen. Yeah, but we're not we're not we're not in the in the place where nine eight hundred regen will cut it. Like this is not gonna cut it. This will do nothing. Throw in the vitality. Yeah, this is this is you need like actual strong recovery okay. now. Like yeah. even Sabo, Sabo has like ten percent, right? And it still felt like you don't have anything. Sabo doesn't feel like much, but ten yeah, percent yeah, yeah. is like eight hundred is more than ten percent. You got eight hundred flat. That's more than yeah. Seven. But I mean, you also get some passive like via gear. Maybe on, some moves on the tree also give you regen. This is just the essence, right? So, I know this is like way far in advance. This is getting to Uber Elder, but could you imagine if you let one of the tentacle things poop? And you had to walk through that yeah, you're constantly dead. with yeah. like, that DJ and will just, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess you can have least shades, which helps, but in some builds. Yeah, but <laughs> those DJs are going to be insane. Yeah, they, 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 they are. But I, I do think Champ is, is obviously a contender. I, I mean, you still have to basically avoid the degens as best you possibly can or somehow survive through them. I, I don't know how that's going to be possible in any regard. But Champ is a, definitely a contender. I do think you're like Slayer is not a meme. <laughs> I don't think it's a joke at all right now. And I think people are going to meme on you for it. But I mean, Slayer they always is, meme on, yeah. they always meme on me. Yeah, they always do, even when I kill the feared. So, like, what can you do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's because you were playing Slayer. But, anyways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, like it's it legitimately has a fantastic set for this type of gauntlet, especially. Yeah, there's like yeah. two sentences that I think are really are the best for at surviving this one, and one of them is there. 
Yeah. What do you think's the other? Chieftain. Mm. I think so too, but Chieftain, I think, is just so I guess we're moving on to Marauder anyways, we're going that way. Um yeah. but Chieftain just it doesn't have the cast attack move speed. It gives you nothing as far as speed goes. It just it's gonna feel super lethargic, I think, and get hit by a lot of stuff randomly. Sure, it's got tons of regen, and I think it on paper looks like it would be nice. I just with DD not being an option really so much for it anymore, I don't think it's gonna do very well. I think it's just gonna be so slow. I think it I is. Could be wrong. I think this is still fine. You think it's still fine yeah. on Chieftain? Yeah, I mean, it's not. That it's just that it's probably still the best option. Yeah, it's probably the best option, but I don't know if it's as good no. of an option now. It's it's obviously not as good of an option as it was last Gauntlet, and I think the mods being so much greater than last Gauntlet. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be rough. Like, it's not gonna be easy for anybody. Like, no one's True. walking into this gauntlet and be like, "All right, let's let's, let's play some some gauntlet. I'm gonna have, gonna have a great time. I'm gonna just <laughs> roll, you know, just chill, go through lives, get the maps. Yeah, the day three will completing. You know, it's none of that. Everybody's gonna be struggling. Because I was thinking, like, when I was trying to think, like, what to play, I was like, okay, like, just everything looks like it's dead to me. Everything looks super dead. Everything looks super there. The only things that actually tick all the boxes are Chieftain and Slayer. You have good fees mitigation. You have good hit mitigation. Good fees mitigation. You have recovery. You have, uh, you know, which is exactly what we're talking about, right? Like, uh, like Chieftain has what? And then Shadow's fees taking as fire, which is kind of pretty huge. Yeah, uh, endurance you're going to uh, you're gonna obviously like get some max res until you get suppression. You can get suppression. Like, you're gonna be using a shield, right? Most likely. So you'll get suppression. It's the same for Slayer. Slayer actually gets suppression on the tree, so you can get it relatively early. And has a lot of recovery. Uh, you know, good damage mitigation, physical mitigation. They they, they are the only ones that I feel like tick all the boxes. Then there is also the damage problem, right? Like, if you want to like, actually kill the bosses, you need some damage, especially when they have double HP. And that's the one concern, I guess. But when it comes to surviving, these two tick all the boxes. Mm. Mm. Any shot for Berserker? <laughs> yeah, Quantric? So. Is Quantric around to field that one? Uh, Quantric uh, is not looking at Berserker. That's all I'm going to say. No, he's not. <laughs> I don't think uh, four uh, is enough recovery for Berserker. I can't think of anything else that'll work with. No. With what? Look, I don't think a claw attack is enough recovery for a berserker, and I think you're just going to die. No, you're just going to die. I mean, yeah, you're just going to die. You can't also, hurt, yeah. with life gain on hit from a claw, while it's really nice when it works, it's just not reliable enough because sometimes yeah. you just get hit by a degen while you're not hitting something, and then you know, what, what are you going to do? Yeah, uh, this, this is life gain on hit is just. Uh, Supplementary, I yeah. guess. Yeah, it's just nice for, you know, when you have extra pack size, but that's it. Like when you're even refighting bosses, life recover, get life gain on hit doesn't really, it does something. This is not the type of recovery you need. You need like at least shift into your recovery, I think, to feel comfortable and not get, you know, deleted instantly by a, by a strong degens or zoomed out too much. And uh, I guess Jug is just ZDPS. Champion, but worse. 
in every way. Yeah, it's like, it's like the problem with drugs, like, it ticks all the boxes kind of too. The same, it's basically the same as Shiften, but it has no build. And actually, it's just worse than Shiften. It's just worse than Shiften and has no build, really. Like the, problem, the problem with drug, it doesn't, it's supposed to be this tanky sense, right? That, that was the design, but it's, it's not even tanky. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have anything against elemental, and it's not really good against Dejans. It does have something against elemental, but uh, I mean, honestly, drug drug releases. Yeah, it's something you know. <laughs> drug doesn't even look that bad, honestly. Defensively, for this drug, doesn't even look that bad. You have yeah. good phase mitigation. You have you actually have some chaos threads that helps. Like chaos threads, like chaos damage is going to be a big issue, and you get twenty eight chaos threads like for free on drug. You have additional chaos resistance conditional upon you being upon it not being the first action you've taken in a map, but you're just going to fall over dead if the first thing you encounter in the map is that exile with its chaos damage with the essence drone. Uh, That's just going to kill you because your chaos your chaos resist is going to be down for that. Additionally, jug is just less tanky than champion and less damage than champion. Yeah, it it is just bad. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but Um, as far as morale goes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chieftain seems like the only real viable option. Yep. Mm. Yeah. It's a good one, though. Like, I, I think Chieftain is a really good choice. Yeah, it's one of the best classes. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, like, Chieftain was the one that first came to my mind when I saw, when I realized how bad the mods were. I didn't instantly realize how bad they were. I was just like, the more I thought about it, the more, the, the worse it became. Um, yeah. Like my issue was, they're talking about these mods, and they kept talking about the mods, and they kept going with more mods. It was <laughs> like, yeah, we're gonna do this. Oh, okay, we're gonna do this. Also, we're gonna do this. And if that wasn't enough, but wait, there's more. Like, oh my god. When he mentioned forty percent haste, that's what I like. My my ears perked up. I was like, oh no, this is all gonna be bad. <laughs> Well, one thing that I, I think one thing that would have made me probably play Marauder was if Kilmsway was not nerfed. Because they, they nerfed Kilmsway, I don't know if it was this patch or last patch, and I think in this content you actually have time to farm, farm them up, and if you can farm them up, then you can probably make a character that's that can just stay in, the, stay in like, uh, any fight like forever. But like, that, that's, that's gone, so... Mm-hmm. It's kind of uh, sad. Sorry, can you... Can you... Uh, specify again what got nerfed exactly? Kilms with uh, regen. Like it used to be 0.4% life regen per oh. endurance charge. And they, they, they lowered they, it? Yeah, they cut it in half. So. When they added the mods. And they, they, also, yeah, and they also removed uh, the small node that Chieftain had that gave you regen per endurance charge also. You used to, you used to have like 0.5, I think it was. Yeah, there was a endurance charge got nerfed hard. Oh yeah. Oh wow. I had yeah. sub- successfully repressed the memory of that harsh nerf. <laughs> yeah. I, I was I was pretty pissed when I saw that nerf. I was like, come on, man. Yep. Come on. All right, so it's no. I guess lastly we got uh Templar. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you 
you, you could still consider ascendant an ascend, uh, <laughs> an actual oh, yeah. class, but I forgot ascendant. <laughs> but between ascendant guardian and hierophant and uh, inquisitor, who takes the cake? And with what? I mean, Hyrule and Inquis have both both have builds. I think. Like you know, you can obviously do Hyrule EA totems, but I think that thing's dead. That thing doesn't yeah. live. It's just strictly worse than uh, than mm-hmm. the champion version at this point for the gauntlet. It's more recovery. It's more recovery at least. It's got an extra totem. Mm-hmm. Don't spend it all in one place. What about other totem? Like, what about spell totems and the like? Spell totems are in a pretty bad spot, and they're not completely dead. And it is a safe lifestyle. Like, you can have um, Arafun can have a huge buffer tank where you're very, very resilient to one shots. Now, Haru gets endurance charges, which is a uh, pretty valuable dis- this gauntlet. Yeah, you've got endurance charges. You've just got an enormous amount of flat health. Well, I guess, yeah. I mean, dots are still going to, degens are still going to get you. Yeah. Uh, when you said he has an enormous amount of flat health, you meant uh, going mind over matter, or? Yeah, yeah, mind okay. over matter, which then dots are, yeah, dots are an issue, but I think. I can't think of an MOM build that would be successful in Gauntlet. Oh, I think <laughs> something the other day. I think what was it? Maybe I erased it to my memory already. I was looking what? at some guardian setups that were using Eldritch Battery via uh, via the the helmet from Katarina. Eldritch Battery, mind over matter. But then again, like you said, like I mean. Put for that. Yeah, you got to kill Katarina for that. And then, what what build are you playing with Guardian? Right, like I mean, probably the only things that you can do are minion builds. And then, what are you doing? Herald of Agony? Or I've been looking at Absolution, but I I really can't see my Absolution minions live before I get Blessed Rebirth. So, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, the problem is like I think Templar just dies. It's a problem. It's like Inquis, yeah. for example, has a recovery, but it just dies to hits. Again, yeah. that, that's the problem. Like the requirements, like you need everything. You need to live against hits. You need to live against degens. You need to live against fizz. There's so many things, and like mo- most classes just don't have everything. You just have to. You're gonna have to deal with something. Something will be able to kill you. That's the problem. But I guess as far as the best knowledge of when that stuff is coming, though, can bail you out of a lot of problems if you're aware when when the thing that you build is weak against is coming up. Yeah, yeah. you can you can account for like a bunch of the sources of these these dangers. But sometimes it just you know, sometimes you see a map and suddenly suddenly puncture mobs puncture some puncture mobs somewhere and you're bleeding out of nowhere or a dog like like the dogs we were talking about earlier. Just get gets uh, gets a bleed on you, and you know, quarter of a second, and you're dead if you don't pay attention or if you flask it down. Yeah, you're basically again with the haste. You're gonna see the the resurrect screen forty percent faster. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm sure you can. 
you can mentally account sometimes for knowing some of the things that's going to kill you. But if you're playing tired at all in this gauntlet, you're just going to get hit out of left field by something. Just even for that millisecond where you're not paying attention, you're just dead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're off if you're tired. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like. I, I love Gauntlet, and I'm usually a spectator in Gauntlet. Like, last time was the only time that I finally got time to really push and play and really enjoy it. Because, again, the whole work schedule, the the not being available to game as much as I'd like to, right? The the adulting. Um, but it's one of those things where, like, just watching some of these players, that's one of the things that blows my mind more than anything. Their ability to focus for that period of time and not get gibbed out of nowhere for these 16 hour, 18 hour, like, Lily 30 hour sessions. <laughs> like, yep. it's crazy. And like, I, I know a lot of people get flack for dying to something dumb, but when you're playing under those conditions, and especially if you're streaming, that ain't easy. Mm. That mm. is something that's going to be extremely tough. And I think almost some of the streamers are going to be at a disadvantage if they even have the idea of paying attention to chat and this gauntlet. Yeah, oh, there's yeah, always a moment where you get complacent and you think, oh yeah, now I can read some messages while, while farming and then it's going to hit you. Yeah. My favorite uh, way of dying to that for me was in a vulnerability map, getting hit by a beast. Like, <laughs> sure, it's being captured by Einhar and then the tiger's prey ones, you know, where the tiger comes out and just like slashes you. <sighs> Einhar's capturing. I look away for half a second. I look up and I'm dead because <laughs> it punctured, it bled me. <laughs> it took two <laughs> yep. steps. Yep, I mean, I I just I've decided a long time ago to uh, learn from uh, these mishaps, dying reading chat all the time. So uh, for this gauntlet especially, I am I am just gonna try to focus as much as possible. Not not even in my practice. I remember glimpsing on my chat for like a split second, and then I, I looked at my screen. and I was dead because I just I just ran into uh, the the blight dogs, the the blight monsters. There's like some yeah. dogs that cast blight. And I just died like instantly. In that, in yeah. that split second, I was like, yeah, okay. Like, yeah. I might not even like, if I do stream it, I just don't put chat up and just like focus on it. It's there just to record <laughs> yeah, any yeah. of my deaths so I can learn from it or something. Like, it'll literally just be used for that purpose. Yeah, I'm thinking that as well. Just deactivate chat, like do the, the pop out and minimize it and then just bring it up when you're in hideout and when you're taking a break or like in between maps and respond to questions. Yeah, something of that sort. But actually, Karin, speaking of deaths, how many did you type slash deaths before you you logged off your practice? I'm curious. No, but I know the deaths I have. Like uh, on my duelist, on my slayer, you mean, or the sabo? On the slayer. On the slayer, I thought I die too. Actually, on both, I, you know. Like the sabo, I think I, the sabo, I think I died a couple, a few times, like. Uh, well, the blight uh, looking at that real quick death. I think I died to a couple of DJs. I kept dying to DJs, I think, on, on, on the Sabo like, a few times. Like maybe two, three times, something like this. Not that many. And the Slayer, I think I. Yeah, it, it was, I didn't die that much, but I didn't push it too far. I think I only pushed it to like tier nine maps or something. Still? Yeah. Uh, and on the Slayer. The Slayer, uh, are we talking about like death, death, or like a death that actually like w- would have happened, for example? Yeah, let's just go with would have happened deaths. Like not, not like limit testing. Mm. I think I died to Izaro once. I got greedy. 
and uh, you know stuck in animation during dash frame dashing time uh, and I think yeah I think that that's all really that's uh, also, uh, amazing <laughs> died on this there oh no I died uh, doing a, a maven invitation where I put the shipyard bus and, it, and I, okay I would not have died because I was getting wrecked and I just tried to stay in there but still, that's something that you know uh, I won't do. I know I won't do uh, next time. I put the shipyard bus in there. That bus is completely cracked with these mods. Which one again? The shipyard bus. Shipyard bus. The uh, lightning the tendrils. Yeah, the the lightning. Yeah, lightning. yeah it, it just catches you from anywhere in the arena. It just doesn't you take like infinite damage. It's it's crazy. At least uh, without spell special cap, because I was not spell special cap, which is another thing I would probably would have done before. But besides that, I don't think I can think of a death as like, you know, something that would have happened in the race. Besides, yeah, is that all getting greedy? It was just misplay, basically. But like, surprisingly, mapping, I think I have zero death on the on the Slayer. Wow, defense is really good. Cool is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, no, no, I don't have. So then, uh, last and maybe not least, uh, the Ascendant, the Scion. Is, is there any chance that there's going to be a Scion that's uh, going to do well that is not someone who already won a different class and then or, or did well on a pre uh, on a previous class and then put all their gear onto the Scion and did an inferior version of the build that they did on a pure class? If they can Although, get past Hillock, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean. No, I mean no one's going to complete the gauntlet most likely on this one, so the, the chances are lower than that happens, right? Like, I mean, Jong says he's gonna, he's gonna, Jong's playing Sion, Sion EA, and he says he's gonna, you know, well, I mean, it's classic Jong before gauntlet, you know. <laughs> what did he, he say he's gonna, he's gonna do? He's gonna win? Yeah, full clear, no sleep. Okay, uh, not full sleep, no sleep. 16 yeah. hours. <laughs> 16 hours, full clear, Sion EA. Yep. No, but yeah, he, he's, he's, he thinks it's a good build. So, mm. but I actually don't think I don't even think it's like too cooked for once. I think it's uh, I think it's not bad. It's like, do I, you I, know I, what? I think it's doing do you know what ascendancies he's planning to go for for the EA totems or uh, pure I think EA? I think it's uh, he's doing Pathfinder. Uh, Pathfinder, what actually? Berserker? Or not no, Berserker? Not um, sorry, Jug possibly. I don't remember. Pathfinder something. How did I forget? What's the other one? Hold up. He chieftain. I would assume you go Marauder though. I actually don't even remember. What was it? No idea. Uh, I just saw Pathfinder. What I guess the one thing that's really good about Ascendant is that that's the only ascendancy where you can switch your ascendancy kind of because you, you can't switch from duelist to slayer uh, from from champion to slayer no you can you, you can, can in this one you can still okay sorry in previous it was just last time with the demis that you couldn't all oh, right so, yeah okay. yeah no you can okay interesting but i i, I don't think uh yes i is too cooked because uh, you have some recovery right because of uh, if you pathfinder it kind of helps although 
not the best, right? But still, it's something. Well, it's more viable than a lot of the other options. Yeah. I can't see a way to make the old um, physical spell slinger work well in this. Like, you can get that easily enough, but that's that's not enough of a defensive layer. Like the sign pathfinder, anything is pretty good right now. Like, but the sign pathfinder offer, offers so much. So especially if you play sign, you always get pathfinder, and then you feel with whatever. Yeah, and the very end, you definitely always get pathfinder. I think, but you might mm -hmm. on the way there, maybe not. Is I don't know. I guess you're less dependent on actually able being able to roll your flasks. Then the yeah, but you need to, that, that's a big problem with Pathfinder. Like you need your flasks rolled, or you you don't have an ascendancy. That that's a big problem. It's it's not so much about rolling the flasks either. It's also about having the enkindling orbs. Is it no? It's the the other ones. Instilling orbs. Yeah, you need the instilling orbs to to automate them. Otherwise, it doesn't help. Hmm. That, that that's a big problem. And instilling orbs, like they they're actually hard to find. Like, you don't find them any. There is a recipe, though, to turn enkindling into instilling, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, right. And enkindling is just as rare. Yeah. So it's like, until you get those, like, what do you do? You need to roll the flask, you need to get the, the, the orbs. That's my biggest problem with it. Mm. And that recipe requires an elk every time from memory as well. Yeah, I think it's one elk. It's like two, two orbs and one elk, I think. The elk is indirect. It's in the form of a of a trigger gem like castle damage taken but they yeah, yeah yeah but you need the knock oh, i mean yeah it's like whatever all right well we're glad i'm glad that we got through the the classes then mm. i think we already touched on a lot of the new content is there anything that we want to warn trick stuff <laughs> please help <laughs> between the searing exarch and the eater of worlds progression we talked about the bosses. They're going to be unpleasant, specifically the uh, infinite hunger. Uh, yep. Mm. Any, any easy farming strats that are good enough to uh, to be men worth mentioning, uh, but not good enough so you, you can share them? <laughs> Perfect middle ground. Mm. I mean, Arkham Assist, you know? Are people actually going to do Arch Nemesis in, in Endgame? No, the Shakari touched stuff? Oh, yeah, okay, the not Unix? that far. Though. Not that far? I mean, I know, that, yeah, I know some people that want to do it, but I yeah. won't. I'm not going to... I'm not going to put... It's unnecessary anyway. I think. Well, it depends. I mean, I know that, that Zizrin swears by uh, the, the Shikari touched stuff to yeah, Blastome in the regular league. I don't know whether he's actually planning to do that in the Gauntlet, though. I know Zai wants to farm that <laughs> yeah, farm Shikari he, stuff. Yeah. That's, uh, again, like I said, he's, uh, he's on some serious a, like, grade A tier fucking copium. Is he doing EA? Yeah. He sounded EA really champ. confident about it as well. Oh, yeah, he, he's very confident. That's what happens when you inhale enough. <laughs> so one thing that you should consider if you're having trouble getting Conqueror maps um, or Elder Guardian maps or something is Abrath touched with Trant. 
it's very dangerous, but it will get you there. Got to be on tier 16, but you can do it on a scout. You just got to look out so much with Arch Nemesis, what the base monster is. I did yeah. one Shikari touched in a like tier 15 map in, in standard, uh, and I put it on a Kitava Herald, and it was so bad. Oh, no. I died five yeah. times or so. Oh, no. I almost didn't get it down in the map. I almost burned all my portals. Yep. Yeah, you gotta be very careful with this. Yeah, Alchemist is not that bad as long as you pay attention to the monster you put in. Hmm. I died way too much to it and got burned on it and then skipped it for the majority of the league. So I actually, that was a mistake. Because now I don't really know what is safe to do and what's not safe to do. I'm just generally scared of it and I'm tempted to just say I'm not going to do it at all. But it does really provide some unique opportunities to farm stuff. Yeah. No, the problem was... Uh, sorry. Go ahead. Especially if you want something very specific. Arch Nemesis is a way to direct your farming in a certain direction. Yeah. It helps you target stuff you, you need, you know. Mm. Like for example, I, I remember the League Star race for the new bosses. I we obviously we're skipping Arc Nemesis because we don't know it's it was most likely Rippy. It turned out, and now the the currency was struggling so badly on currency during the race. I had like no arcs, no nothing, no arcs, no chaos, nothing. Couldn't buy maps from Kirak. It, it was awful. And so like uh, you know, Arc Nemesis uh, fixes that problem. For example, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff like that that, that gets fixed by Arctimesis. So you kind of have to do it, I think. Yeah, if you want a specific tier three rarity unique like Coldline Point, Arch Nemesis is your friend. Yeah. yeah. That means you don't have to do heist. Yeah, which can still do as well. <laughs> You're gonna need to do heist if you want to win my bounty. Yeah, that that's maybe a right. perfect segue. All right. <laughs> you want to talk about your bounty, Sir Gog? Oh, I can if you want. It's um, it's just a tour of Endgame. You have to you have to create an item that's going to require you to do a bunch of different tier sixteen content. So you're going to need to come across a cold attuned buckler, which is a heist exclusive uh, base that's a comes in the replica unique grand heist curios. It needs to be item level 86, which can only drop in a level 83 grand heist. Then you are going to need to make it Shaper and Elder Influenced, which is going to require, in normal gameplay, a Conqueror Exalt, Harvest Reforge Influence, and then an Awakener's Orb to finish it. So basically, it's a, it's a tour of endgame. The idea was that by forcing you to take a whole bunch of different steps, uh, that means that if you get bad RNG on one of them, you're not going to get locked out completely from, from winning it. So if you if you have bad luck finding the I-83 blueprints, then that's going to set you back. But you're still going to need a Conqueror Exultant and Awakener's Orb, so there's still things that you can still chase down in the interim. I mean, getting, getting the 86 and an 83 heist is also RNG, right? It could be 85, it could be 84, right? It's it's plus 1, 2, plus 3, or, or 0, plus 3? It's plus 1 to 3. Oh. So it's, it's 1 in 3 that it'll be 86, but that Coldatune bucklers are not very rare. Uh, it's one of the level 70 bases, and the level 70 ones are more common in the 50s and the 30s once they all come online. 
Oh, keep you $265. I didn't need it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He he, he really wants a shield. He really wants a shield. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I think it'll be rippy because, um, like, blueprints, I mean, you're going to scour your blueprints, but blueprints still just have a lot of monster density, like it is off the charts in them, and it'll be very easy to die in there. Which yeah. uh, which one is it? Do, is is it in Temporal Heist or is it in the bunker? It's in a replica and replicas and experimental uh, bases. Oh, okay. So so it's that, so it's the the, the chaos ones then. Mm-hmm. Not the not the gem ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man, yeah. Eighty three heists are going to be so scary. The eighty three Templar heists with these mods. I'm not entering that thing. Well, it's it's not even just that, but. You then have to use a Conquer Exalted Orb that you find rather than on a piece of gear that you really want to utilize. Then you're going to have to use an Awakener's Orb, which you also might want to utilize elsewhere. And then you also got to do uh, Influence Shifts. Well, well Influence Shifts before the, the Awakener's yeah. Orb. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not a trivial thing to pull off. I think that no. if this had been last Gauntlet, it would have gone off about 72 hours in, but the last Gauntlet was an easy one. Yeah, ooh, 72 hours in, you're sure? Because nah, I think we're taking longer. So. People yeah. are going to wait with this until they completed their character, right? Yeah. Because they otherwise the you resources. utilize the currency that you need. Yeah. I think there'll be there's a tier of players that aren't confident that they can beat the Maven in the field, so they don't think they can win. Those those sorts of players might go for this. But they still need to farm an awakener orb. Yeah. I mean, last thing it was okay though. Last thing it was not too bad. We'll see. I guess. I'm, I'm curious to see how long it takes. Yeah. If you're deceiving Dota, it's going to be hard. It's yeah. going to be really hard. Already talked a little bit about the, the Montreal's Grasp uh, one. There's also a bounty uh, where you have to kill Cortex with the controller. That sounds pretty mean. <laughs> that's, that's great. Console <laughs> one thing so I do want to say actually about some of the bounties, like these meme ones. Okay, so last one, one I really badly wanted to do the Ollie over your mouse with a tech deck or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like I used to play with those damn things in high school. I can still do a kickflip on those damn things. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? If somebody puts a kickflip over it, that might be a lot tougher because, you know, that takes a few tries, but I'm in. Let's do this. I'm Exile. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah, it was a good bounty. Yeah. I, 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 Nick was so happy. He <laughs> <laughs> was trying for a while to get it done. Yeah, that's great. He's saying that on, on the interview with Ziz that his dad went out and bought him a tech deck because <laughs> he just told him, he's like, hey, are you like Target or something? Buy me one of those things if you can find it. <laughs> yeah. The one to do Cyrus while singing was hilarious as well. <laughs> it's like I, I do love these meme bounties. These are the ones. This is the way. Be tempted to do like if I was going to do something like that, it would be we didn't start the fire or one week something that's a lot longer and harder. What do you think about the fastest Uber Uber Lab? Is anyone even gonna be able to do Uber Uber Lab? Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, regular Uber Lab already sounds like a pretty scary thing. 
I, I think I think no, I think you can like, probably. Hmm. I think I, I think my my beer should be able to do it. Yeah, Uber Duper Lab will get done. Yeah, I think somebody's gonna done. do it. But the so thing is, ch- it's fastest time, right? Somebody's gonna fly. Or a bunch of people are gonna fly too close to the sun if they actually want to do it, and it's gonna be at the very end. Yeah, that's yeah. what's nice. People are gonna die trying to do it. Yeah, it'll be a last day. It'll be one on the last day, and there'll be a lot of deaths. People going for it on the last day. The question is, though, how many people are going to be going for that on the last day versus actually still trying to be able to do the feared or another encounter that likely is going to kill them too? Question is, is how many people did not rage quit by day 10? (laughs) Day 10? I think it's going to happen way earlier than this. So Karn's going to play Slayer, and I'm going to play Elden Ring. Okay, cool. I still have less deaths, though, than if I was to play the gauntlet. I think in Elden Ring. (laughs) I've got to get around to playing that game. Uh, oh my god! I, I'm not. I'm not necessarily playing there. I don't know yet. Okay, like, this is not decided. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, you you have to now that people are going to meme on you on it, right? So you have to just prove them wrong. I mean, uh, I mean, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I already did though. So that's the thing. They they they're already memeing, and they got uh, shut down. Maybe yeah, but, but, I mean, I want to do it again. I want to do it. If you do I it again, they're still gonna meme, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it's a never ending. Yeah, I mean, you said yeah. Slayer and Chieftain are the best choices, so go for it. I mean, to to live, to survive, not necessarily to full clear. Oh right, because yeah. full clear is, is not. I mean. Something different. It's yeah. like it's 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 hard, it's hard. Like because I, I was thinking like if you don't survive, like you don't even have, you don't even get a shot. And I think all of the ascendancies don't have a good chance at all at surviving. I think even Sabo and Necro just die. I think Necro probably maybe no. I think eventually you just you just, you just die. You just get clapped by something or. Either Dijen or Big Fizz hit because Sabo and Necro don't have good defenses against this. Sabo is a bit better, but it's not good enough still. Yeah, you get very little regen with Necro, but at least again, mm, Leech Jade. None. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. At least had maybe Max Res. The thing is, like, you would need melding, I guess. Melding f- fixes a lot of problems for for uh, these builds that don't have necessarily a lot of uh, like a good good damage mitigation. And even then, then you still need to fix the fizz. This is this is like I said, it's a it's it's a headache. It's a catch twenty two for sure. Like you're gonna have to sacrifice somewhere, skimp somewhere, and that's what's gonna get you. Mm. Yep. Yep. Just pain. So again, I think this has been answered, but for, for any like inexperienced new players, what, what's going to be the best slash easiest way to get to level 50 to enter the raffle or the MTX box and to get some hardcore street credibility? Because as we said earlier, no one should be playing this just for the, the chance to get a box. But uh, if your goal is to, hey, I'm going to get to level 50 this gauntlet, even though I'm not a hardcore player and I have no or barely any experience with gauntlet what would you recommend uh, is it actually still slayer god says no, not not slayer because slayer first lab is not that good 
I would do champ. Champ steel skills champ easily, I think. That or poison concoction. Actually, poison concoction sabo. Not even joking. <laughs> Poisonous concoction saboteur. Yeah, you go blind first lab, you don't, you don't die. True. It's really good. And uh, you have everything on the tree. I'd go pecan sabo or what else can do it. And I think sabo is actually the best. Just to get to 50. Just because yeah, Sabo I, I has the go, best first lab. I'd either go Duelist or I would honestly like Ventrue's guide for Saboteur. Just do like Lightning Trap into uh, Fizz Trap. I'm sure that still works just fine. Yeah, you can also Ventrue's do guide it. in that is very, very well done. So Yeah, you, you can do that on just regular Trap or two. But I feel like uh, Poison Corruption has the advantage of getting... Well, actually, does it even get more recovery? Maybe it's a good recovery, and you get you get to use a shield. Poison concoction is very strong for leveling. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah, these are the two I think. I yeah, I still think I'd want to go. I'd want to go some sort of champion just for the uh, like when you get Defiance Banner for free. You've got determination. You've got Castle Damage taken. Molten Shell. That's gonna get that's gonna get you through Act Four, which is where the danger is. You don't need to push any further. You don't need to do innocence if you're going for fifty. No, you just farm uh, chamber. Well, I mean, mm. you don't even, I don't even know if you need to get. No, you don't. Yeah, you cannot do. Get to chamber and farm there. Yeah. What about if your goal was to beat Katava and Triple Ascend? Only go a little further. Hmm. The champ is still probably the play, or Sabo. Uh, yeah, champ Sabo, I guess. Yeah, champ Sabo, probably. And then what about 90 quad ascended? 90, I would say Slayer, though. I think Slayer, for sure. Going with champ like Sabo it. again. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, champ will die. On the way to 90. Slayer has the highest chance of surviving. I'd say even Chieftain, I guess. You could also do Chieftain. But Chief yeah, you could also do Chieftain. Again, because it only comes down to surviving at this point. If you want to get to level 90, you just want to live. And the classes most likely to live are Slayer, Chieftain, and to an extent Necro, I think. Necro DD also is pretty good for 90. Yeah. The thing is also if your goal is only only to get to 90, then you can also take your time, right? If you want to do endgame stuff, you kind of have to rush a little bit because you don't want to run out of time. But um, yeah, but if you only want to get to level 90 and you, you distribute that or like spread that out over the course of the entire event, then you, you can solidly overlevel and overgear and overcome a lot of yeah. things with that. Yeah. Like I reckon you could go champion Toxic Rain, for instance, in that case. Something that took a bit of a nerf, but is still doing enough damage for this, for for getting to ninety. You got enough damage for Eternal Lab. I don't think I can ever play Toxic Rain again, man. <laughs> I, I played a pre-nerf a couple of times, and then they nerfed the, they half the the slow on the sport pods, <laughs> and half the cap of that, and then they uh, made the level twenty base damage equal to the previous level nineteen base damage. Basically, so it like took off a gem level. Um, 
Um, and if you were to make a main build with no intention of winning, what would it be? What did you say? If you were to make, if you were trying to just play a meme build, you're not trying to win. You're just trying to have a bit of a laugh and get a little bit of a way through the game. But whilst having a bit of a joke, what would you play then? Uh, not Gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do it in Gauntlet. There's no messing around in this Gauntlet. <laughs> the gloves uh, are off, or you're, or you're, you know, you're on the beach. The Joker in me wants to try that with Solrand. <laughs> Solrand? Oh my god. Soul Fuck around and find out? Yeah. <laughs> oh Emphasis on finding out. <laughs> I mean, you have 10 days, you know? So. On what class would you do Solrand? Cultist, probably. Cultist? How are you going to get to the point where you even use Solrand? <laughs> so you say, <laughs> How are you going to get to the point where you become a cultist? <laughs> You guys are talking me into it, aren't you? <laughs> I guess you could become a cultist by just being like 10 levels above everywhere. Just, you know, over farming for days. <laughs> Deedle doing chat saying Soren Trickster was their answer for a meme. Not gonna lie, I was thinking Hexblast, like when I first went through the classes for myself and decided what to play, but Hexblast is like you first need to curse and then need to Hexblast and Yeah, Hexblast Elementalist could uh, could do okay until it gets hit by anything. Yeah, that sounds like uh <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of things. Well actually speaking of delay, that that that's why I don't believe in E, by the way. It's like you have to put down a totem. That then shoots arrows that place fuses that have to that you have to wait to explode and they explode and then the ignite starts uh, starts dealing damage. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, you have uh, you have forty uh, percent hasted monsters. Uh, you know, getting out case. three rounds of attacks. Yeah. On bosses, though, at least that you know you, you drop your totems and now you have s- some decent sustained damage while you're running around with your head cut off, but. There's yeah, going to be that I mean, one time where it's going to attack the totem and you run by your totem thinking you're about to dodge something and then you just get slapped. Yeah. I mean, mechanically, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, totems is very, very good for bosses. Mm-hmm. Again, the, the prime just, again, recovery and getting there. I just don't think it lives to the bosses. And then once it gets to the bosses, it still has issues. Like, I, it's I would a I, contender. Yeah, it, it is for sure. But I just don't see it. I, mean, I don't see many things from getting getting, getting anywhere. Honestly, it's not anyway. So, do you have a prediction of like how many people do you think will kill the feared? How many people do we think will actually complete the gauntlet? Uh, Chances are, no one will complete this one. But I, I'm not an I expert hope, on this, so I'm curious to hear Karn's opinion. I'm hoping at this one, and I'm hoping that's me. But <laughs> besides that, like. I don't know. I can't even say confidently like someone will finish. I think it's very possible that no one finishes. Yeah, uh, it's very possible no one finishes. But it's, I, I think if 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 there is people finishing on it, I think it's gonna be one, maybe two, and mm. even then, that, that sounds very unlikely. I think one, one to two. Like even in much easier gauntlets, you you would you would have gauntlets with like what? three finishers or something like this. This is like way, way harder. 
mm. way harder. I wouldn't be surprised no one finishes. I would say I'll, I'll say one. I'll say one will finish. So last one, you know, people were asking me like, how many people do you think will finish? I'm like, I don't think anyone's killing the hidden. And then I kill the hidden. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> the other people had already done it, obviously. But like, oh, okay, well, you know what? I've been wrong before, but I am going to go at zero. I think. Zero? Yeah. I think the feared is just with 40% and double damage, anything that the feared touches you with, you basically die. I'm not even worried about the feared the most. I'm not too scared of the feared. I think if I get to the feared, I'll kill it. So just the getting there? Yeah, getting there and killing the other the other things. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm more, this is for it even. Yeah, even witnessing cortex can be like depending on what you what you get, can yeah. be sketch. Mm. Maybe uh, heals on anything, uh, you're you're pretty much hooped. Yeah, depending on the build, yeah. And uh I think I'm extremely worried about formed. I think formed is a huge issue. Mm. Yep. Uh, hidden too, obviously. So, like, because these they have DPS checks, right? So, if you don't have the DPS, the fight becomes like extremely, extremely difficult. In fear, there's no DPS check. Not really. Like, you can, you can, if you play well, you can stay in the fight for a very long time. And uh, if you have like decent, decent, uh, decent order. But staying in a form or hidden when there's like all four of them uh, blasting your face, no, uh, it's gonna be hard. It's mud. Yeah, Minotaur is going to be scary. Yeah, uh, Minotaur plus Hydra together is, is a nightmare. Yep. Yeah, At least also, there's no GMP Hydra this time, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's double damage Hydra, though. <laughs> it's the little things, you know? Yeah. Hydra's tar- is terrifying in this. Like, they, they fire at you from an unexpected direction, and they're going to deal double damage. Yeah, they used to do... They, they used to not be dangerous. They might be, they might be actually dangerous. They're actually deal damage now because they were not doing much damage with spell suppression. No, but now they're going to be back to back to really hurting. They're not going to one shot, but they're yeah, going they to set up one shot. Or they're going to set up two shots. I'd say three. On a well, like there. you and then something else kills you before you yeah. recover the life. Yeah. Not necessarily a second turret ball, but some other something yeah. else in the arena. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like I think. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think a ball plus any like any hydro shot probably kills. Wouldn't be surprised. Mm. Armor is very good against Hydra, though. Now, oh, yeah. I was, it's okay. I was doing some testing and standing in front of Hydra's barrage. You know the the point blank barrage with a hundred thousand armor, and um, like was just it was not even tickling. No, it's hundred k armor. You can have a hundred thousand in this, but you can easily get fifty-five. Like that's just determination, defiance, banner, and a bit of gear. And that well, and you can get a hundred if you uh, go iron reflexes. Whether that's the right decision, uh, it's not an open question, but you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We pretty much covered all the ground. Is there anything that you still want to talk about before we uh, do a closing round and uh, end the podcast? Because I think we covered everything. 
and a little bit more. I mean, everything that we set out to cover, and then we added the Atlas Passes in. Because uh, if you don't have anything, then I'd like to ask Karn whether you're still planning a uh, a fundraiser for a bounty. Do you uh, I, have... never, I, <laughs> I never planned anything like this. You never planned anything though. like that? No, yeah. Wait, you just do it spontaneously uh, instead of planning, or you don't do any? I, I usually don't do them. Okay. I'm too busy preparing for for the event. Mm. Yeah, so I want all my thoughts. All my thoughts are just focused on 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 the race. True. Luck with it. So I usually don't. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, cool. Then uh, we'll be rooting for you. Uh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Speaking thank you, for thank myself, you. thank you for coming <laughs> I won't on. Be. I, I want to be. be stepping over his dead body. No, no I'm, I'm going to do terribly. Yeah. Tricks going to win the gauntlet. Everybody's going to just be stepping over each other's bodies anyway. So I'm going to step on one's body and then I'm going to fall and then he's going to come back, step on my body. And it's gonna, that's what it's going to be. Yeah, pretty much, actually. It's going to be a lot of trading places. Honestly, I think it's going to be about who's the most resilient, probably. Who's the most tilt proof? Yeah, who's, who <laughs> yeah. can go again? That war we're gonna have, we, Yeah, we're gonna have to go again. <laughs> yep. I hope not, but uh, I'm expecting to. Yeah. If you lose a character in Act Two, Khan, I'll I'll aspire to stepping over its corpse. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. You know, last oh. Gauntlet there was what was it, two hundred and sixty-five thousand unique characters or something, and sixty-five thousand accounts yeah i'm wondering if there's going to be like thirty thousand accounts playing this one compared to last one because obviously the barrier of entry is much higher but then there's going to be like four hundred and seventy thousand characters yeah i was yeah i'm really curious <laughs> i'm really curious about the numbers of the events given how it's gonna go i think a uh, lot of people just give it a go for for the experience there'll be a lot of people that will be like that have no expectations of beating act one and some of them will but a lot of them will just be like, let's just give this a go, see if it's fun. And I'd encourage people to do that. I would encourage people to do that as well, because I, again, went in there with no practice, thinking that I was going to fail miserably. And I did a couple of times, for sure. And I was like, you know what? If I beat Mudflats, I'll be okay. And then, you know, got past Uber Elder. So if I can do it, somebody else sure as hell can. <laughs> right? But uh, At least don't that's you have tell them and debate them into. Don't you have less preparation this time? Pardon? Than last time? Don't you have less preparation this time than last time? Uh, you know what? I probably have about the same amount. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cause, oh. So the last one, I, I didn't get to play the two leagues prior to it, basically. Um, maybe I have a little bit more preparation, but the end game's just changed so substantially since mm. since uh, last gauntlet, right? I think yeah. I'm I'm in a similar position as to having no practice, having no no expectation, I guess. Oh well then you're good, almost clear. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you. One boss to see if you can get it this time. Yeah, that's that honestly, like last time though, I did not think I would get anywhere near as far as I did. And then at the end, you know, I was kind of upset because I didn't get Uber Aziri down. <laughs> so, yeah, no, no. It was like I couldn't get the fragments even fighter, so that kind of gated me right there, which kind of sucked. Because at least I could have, you know, gone with the warrior's death if I got to fighter, possibly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll show you. Is what it is. I made it further than I thought I would, so I should just be happy with that. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. I'll just be happy if I make it to 95 again. I, I believe the only time I made it to 95 or past 95 was in the one gauntlet that uh, didn't have GMP and only the AOE and it was relatively tame. And I think I played a Earthquake Bleed Gladiator back then and that worked like a charm, but obviously since then a lot of things changed and the, this is a lot harder and uh, I think last time when I was doing the Ascendant Seismic Trapper I got to 94 I believe or 93 yeah if I if I get past 95 this time I will be very happy but honestly I already uh, tap myself on the shoulder if I make it to 90 <laughs> I, I don't have high hopes, and it, like pretty much all of us, I don't know what I'm going to play yet. It's gonna. Mm. Yeah, I don't rough. think anybody has. I don't think anybody has any high hopes. Everybody's just like, all right, let's just see how much we're gonna suffer. Let's see what we get. I'm gonna but be yeah. a storyline enjoyer. Do the acts <laughs> over and over again. Yeah, okay, this, this is gonna be league star practice. Yeah. I'm gonna do a lore run. <laughs> Um, another thing I quickly want to draw attention to. Oh, yeah, please go ahead. Go. On. Oh, no. oh, you go. You go. I go. Okay. No, I just oh, wanted to say on poe minus racing dot com. Uh, last time they did uh, a prediction event where you could uh, gain points, like compete with others in gaining points, predicting who will win the gauntlet, who will win which class, and so on, and and what will be the oh most played God. skill. And the next prediction will be released on 31st of March. That's the day before Gauntlet. So yeah, guys, make sure make sure that you get your uh, account linked with the uh, with the Poe minus oh. racing and uh, take part because these prediction things are extremely fun, even though there's no prizes or anything for them. But it's uh, it's cool. Yeah, and someone asked chat about the mortal fragment zones, the alluring, alluring Val side areas. Those are incredibly rippy. Uh, they are a one-way trip to standard. You can do. Uh, I think you can do them in two one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're rippy, but I think you can do them in two one maps. And they're probably still a one-way trip to standard in in tier one. Those Every trip to standard is one way. I mean, you're gonna have a lot of a lot of a lot of ways to pick from, a lot of roads, a lot of doors to open to standard this time. So, let's pick one. Nope. Mm. Well, with that said, I think that's a great point to conclude on. Uh, I want to thank you all for coming on and making this uh, time work. Uh, for some people, it was harder than for others, and uh, uh, thanks, thanks for accommodating. <laughs> And also thanks for everyone tuning in. Uh, if you missed the beginning of the podcast, uh, which is quite a high chance because we've been going for uh, close to four hours now, I believe. Definitely more than three. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Three and a half. Uh, this will be found in full on uh, my YouTube, 24 hours from the start, and as well as all podcast platforms, uh, most notably Spotify, Deezer, Stitcher, and... Uh, and a bunch of smaller ones. So, uh, yeah, make sure to, to check that out. And uh, so there's something else that I always mention at this point, but my brain is so fried from the long podcast. 
thanks to uh, Zizarin and Vero for organizing this and, and getting the huge sponsors on board that fund uh, a large part of the prize pool. Thanks to all the people who contribute to the prize pool by, uh, you know, throwing money at Zizarin and, and setting up these bounties. I think the bounties make a big part of what makes the gauntlet so fun. Mm. And, um, and obviously thanks to uh, GGG for delivering an awesome game and uh, an outstanding patch with 3.17 that has really, uh, yeah, has been received very well by most of us in the community. And, and I personally don't know anyone who doesn't say that the game is in the best state that it's been in, in the past year. Um, so mm. it's missing one thing though. One, one thing. Yeah, it's, it's missing one thing. The game, the game right now. Yeah. What is that? Inbuilt copium? No, slams, dude. One of my slams. Give me my slams back. All right, yeah. All right. So everything Reverse in the game... Reverse Seismic Cry. <laughs> yeah, Seismic Cry is sad. That's true. But so everything except slams in the game is in the best state. That's okay, brilliant. yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again. Have a wonderful day, and we'll... See you for the next podcast, which will be uh, somewhere probably we won't do one during the gauntlet unless uh, there's a bunch of people who already completed it and want to come on for an interview talking about it. But I doubt that next Saturday will be already completed. And I mean, they'd have to complete before so we'd be able to, to plan it out. So there's probably only going to be one after the gauntlet. And I'll try to have uh, some people on who did well. And... Uh, that will be announced on social media probably a couple of days or, you know, like this one a day beforehand. And uh, that's that. Thanks. Have a wonderful uh, gauntlet practice until the gauntlet starts. And I wish everyone all the best luck and success. And, uh, yeah, I mean, everyone's going to die. Just try to die as little as possible. <laughs> yep. Thank you, Dave. Bye. Bye.